Talking about movies, talking about films, talking about actors and directors and whatever else we feel like movies and films. Hey everybody, we've come here at long last. We've arrived at Return of the King, episode 21, yes. the season one finale of Wait. movies and films. Wait. Yeah. It is your normal hosts. We're so normal. Joel and Jake. <laughs> and we're uh, so normal. So normal. We're so normal. Big and time. then we're joined by our normal by our our extra normal, mm. our more than normal. Not insignificant. Mm. Not insignificant. Special little ladies. Special little ladies. I identify uh, as special little lady. <laughs> she, her. <laughs> My wife, Jessica, Jake's fiance, Phoebe. Yeah. Hi. And then Hopper, <laughs> our dog, is over there in the corner and he's a good boy. We just heard him sit down. He's, he's a rescue. He might be chiming. <laughs> we might be chiming in from time to time. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has some strong thoughts on this movie because uh, he has a cameo in it, mm-hmm. which maybe we'll talk about later. Yeah. Or I'll forget about it because it doesn't matter. I will never. Because <laughs> this movie was not on either of our lists, we are going to have the ladies recap it for us. Ew. So, uh, Jess and Phoebe, take it away. We open with Deagle and Smeagol. Brothers, lovers. Could be either. Um, Deagle <laughs> finds the ring after he falls in because they're, fish- they're fishing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Smeagol wants it real bad because of its inherent power, but also because it's his birthday. Um, they fight. Smeagol literally kills for the ring, and we see it turn him into the slimy little monster that we know and love. Uh, <laughs> then we flash to the current timeline. Sam gives Frodo some of the last of the Limbus bread, and we learn that he really believes that they will go home because he's like saving some for the return journey, which is very good. Very so sweet. Very, very good, good detail. Um, Mary and Pippin reunite with Gimli, Legolas, and Aragorn, and Gandalf, etc. Everybody else back in Isengard where they're sitting on a field of victory and enjoying some comforts. Mm. Um, they talk to the tree man, whose name is Tree Treebeard. Yeah. Yep. Who says that Saruman is still kind of out there. His, his moving. His, he's moving about. Mm. Um, and they find his crystal ball thing in the water. Uh, Pippin does. Uh, Gandalf takes it for wizard reasons, but also probably because he doesn't like Pippin. Uh, <laughs> the Rohan gang celebrate victory in the Pope, and Gandalf ascertains that Frodo is still alive. Uh, I don't know how, though. He can kind of he just feel has it. Feeling. Yeah, he can yeah. feel it in his in wizard his heart. In his wizard yeah. heart. What's the thing? What does your heart tell you? Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. The Hobbitses are sleeping, and Gollum is plotting to feed Frodo and Sam to some monster. Uh, Sam catches him talking about it and then freaks out, but Frodo talks him down. Pippin steals the planeteer. Palantir. 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 Mm-hmm. Palantir. I just misspelled that, I guess. And he gets all freaked out by Sauron's power because his like sp- that's like a line of communication with him. Mm. Yeah. So he can like right. see him and it like really This is clearly him up. how Sauron has corrupted yes. Saruman. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. It's like their direct line. Mm-hmm. Um, and now because of that, Sauron thinks that Pippin has the ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pippin and Gandalf kind of go to Minas Tirith because they're trying to kind of get ahead of the movement of Sauron because, you know, he's he's getting started up. He's been clued into their location. Um, so they're kind of trying to get ahead of it. Um, Arwen is still on her way to Elf Die, which nobody cares about. And then she mm-hmm. sees the ghost vision of the child that she would have had with Aragorn, I uh-huh. guess. Mm-hmm. I guess. And she runs yeah. back to Rimda. She's like, I gotta go. She goes back to Elrond um, and she has him reforge the like broken blade uh, that uh, is is 
the, the one that name? was like Isildur. Uh, Isildur, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was used to kind of defeat him in the mm-hmm. beginning yeah. of initially defeat him at the Oh, that Isildur used to cut off Sauron's little finger. F- his yeah. little yeah. finger. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. So, uh, yeah, that's Reforged. Uh, Lord Denethor is all hunched when they find him and be- because Boromir is dead. Mm-hmm. He's very sad. When they get to Minas Tirith, I guess, yes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm doing a great job. You honestly are. Gandalf says, <laughs> get over star. it. It's wartime. Light the beacon. And Denethor is like, no, I want to be king for real. Um, and then he calls. Um, and if he calls to Rohan for aid, Aragorn will come and he'll reclaim the right. throne. He'll lose his influence. Yeah. So he won't do it. He's yeah. like, no, I'm not right. doing that. Back to Frodo and Sam and Gollum. Um, they find these secret stairs to Mordor in the dead city, the witch king's lair. Mm. And Gandalf has uh, Pippin light the beacon. We're, we're back there. It's kind of, mm-hmm. it's very back and forth during this yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Gandalf has Pippin light the beacon and he does his little hobbit run and I fall to pieces because I love him. He's oh. like, okay, I'll do it. So He's cute like, and small. And then he just, <laughs> he just does his little <laughs> hobbit run. Up the it's so sweet. Um, <laughs> That's uh, Pippin running. <laughs> yeah. So okay. hope is king. Hope is kindled. It's happening. Uh, uh, Rohan uh-huh. will answer Gondor's call for eight. Uh, the men then, you know, the men are losing to the orcs. Uh, Frodo and Sam, you know, they're they're battling now. Frodo and Sam are climbing the stairs. The men are losing. Smeagol gaslights Frodo into thinking that Sam will take the ring from him. The men at Osgiliath. Yes, yes. at Osgiliath. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, I forgot. Which is a, a city that's kind of out in front of Minas Tirith. Yes. Yeah. You can see it from the yes. tower. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What I like about this this part is that they're all, everyone can kind of see each other. Yeah. It's like we're kind of they're moving. They're all very close. Yeah, yeah, we're kind of close to, everyone's kind of close instead of in two towers. Everyone was kind of far, far yeah. apart. Yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, so then Denethor literally tells Faramir to his face that he wishes that he had died instead of his brother, which is so tough, toxic. Pretty tough, brutal. man. Um, so sad. Smeagol throws the bread off into the abyss, off of the stairs. Frodo uh, makes Smeagol Frodo... is just freaking gluten-free, man. He's so gluten-free. <laughs> He's no like, Limbus bread? No, like, thank you. I'm gluten-free. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, it's crazy. Honestly, and felt. He has scoliosis. He's gluten-free. He's just like me. Um, <laughs> so uh, also, anyway. Also, he loves sushi. Raw fish. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. He loves sushi. He's a big sushi girl. Um, yeah. So anyway, constantly Smeagol is gaslighting. Gollum slash Smeagol. I feel like it's Gollum at this point. Is, is. gaslighting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Gaslighting Frodo into thinking that Sam is the enemy. Um, and eventually Frodo ends up telling Sam to go home. Um, and Sam just like curls him to a corner and cries. And then so do I. Um, <laughs> okay. And then Elrond comes to where Aragorn and the Rohan army are to tell Aragorn that Arwen is dying, which doesn't matter. Uh, he also, <laughs> well, <laughs> because he's not, like I said, it's just like, he doesn't seem to be motivated by that. Yeah. Right. Um, Legolas, Gimli and Aragorn leave to Minas Tirith to find the mountain people, which are the ghost people. They're mm-hmm. like, they're in the mountains, but they're ghosts, question mm-hmm. mark. Um, and they made a vow to aid Gondor, but they didn't. So now they are ghosts. They're cursed. Uh, yeah, they're yeah. cursed. Gondor is freaking out because he thinks Faramore is dead and he feels betrayed. Uh, Sam is trying to get back down the mountain stairs and he sees the bread that Smeagol threw down. And he's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. I see what happened. Um, Smeagol traps Frodo in the spider web. Tries to get him eaten by a big spider, but he fails. And now we know that he was lying the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, he falls into the abyss, which is nice comeuppance as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kate Blanchett is here to encourage Frodo, but only in his little mind. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam comes back to save Frodo from a giant spider. And this is where Jess will pick it up. All right. So a giant spider named Shelob and Frodo escapes her. Uh, and then, But like she she stabs him with a little poison. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then Sam sees the body and tries to save it from her. Um, but then 
the orcs actually show up and uh, Sam overhears their conversation. They see Frodo. They're like, oh, let's bring it back to, to our place, which I think is the Witch King's lair, maybe. No, this is just kind of a fort up at the yeah. top of the... Just like yeah. an orc pad. Orc pad. Kirith yeah. Ungol. Yeah. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Pip, uh, sorry, Sam overhears them and he's like, wait, he's still alive. He's just stunned. Right. And, uh, and so he follows them back back there. He's going to save the day. Precisely. Um, let's see. Then uh, Denethor, who is the steward of Gondor, tries to yes. burn his son Faramir and himself on a plinth um, inside of the castle. Yep. Reckless. So fire reckless. codes. Blah, blah. <laughs> um, That's reckless. <laughs> <laughs> you ever try to is. burn yourself and your son on a funeral pyre? Reckless. <laughs> reckless, bro. Uh, the riders of Rohan show up as reinforcements for Gondor, as do the... Muma kill, uh, which which Sam Ooh. had previously conflated with Oliphants from from uh, the stories that Bilbo used to tell. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eowyn chops off the head of the fell beast, um, which is the the one that um, the witch king of Angmar is riding. He's one of the he's like the head Nazgul. Mm-hmm. Um, so he says. Do not become a tw- between a Nazgul and his prey. And then he's like, no man can kill me. And then Merry stabs him from the back and weakens him, causes him to fall to his like ghost knees. Ghost um, knees. <laughs> and then Eowyn uh, says, I am no man. Takes off her helmet, shows her long hair. What? Um, the Witch King of Angmar dies. It's Mulan vibes. <laughs> Crazy uh, and Mulan then vibes. Theoden also dies. The dead army, which you had mentioned previously, which mm-hmm. had that oath to Gondor, mm-hmm. um, basically just wins the battle for them. And yes. and then um, Aragorn releases them from their oath. Mm-hmm. Uh, at which point, Pippin and Merry reunite because they had split up. Yeah. Pippin had sworn like his allegiance to Gondor. And Denethor was like, yes, I accept your allegiance. You're now my my man Sorry, boy. Yeah. <laughs> You're my little singing man boy. My man boy. <laughs> um, and then let's see, Elijah's orc captors, Frodo's orc captors. Um, <laughs> Our good friend, Elijah. Yeah, they get into a fight over his shiny shirt, which is his, you know, the, the special armor. Mithril. Mm. And then they... <laughs> They just you like, were look, listen. You were looking at me, and I was. I'm. I'm here, <laughs> and I got saying, all the words. I was like, Joel can't handle that. I'm saying shiny shirt armor thing. <laughs> He's got to say. Just me waiting too. for my opening to jump in. <laughs> um, and then they just love fighting so much yeah. that they're like shiny shirt, more like all out brawl between all of us instead of just the two fighting over the shiny shirt. And Sam just walks right in because like. They're all they dead. dead. They <laughs> slaughtered each other because they're war beasts and they've yeah. just yeah. like slain each other. Yeah. Um, they don't know how to be friends. Exactly. So now uh, Sam finds him. Frodo's topless and he doesn't see the ring or yeah, he wakes up, doesn't see the ring. So he thinks that they got it. The orcs did. But when Sam gets there, it turns out that he had grabbed it before the orcs came and, and found his body wrapped up from the poison from Shelob. Mm-hmm. Um, Frodo gets it back. He's like really concerned about that interaction. Like, is Sam going to give it up to me? Yeah. And he does. And then he, he carries it along again. Um, the two of them, they get to Mordor. The eye is searching and trying to find the ring. It almost does. Like it lights up where Frodo's standing, but then Sam like drops into the ground. Uh, the armies then distract Sauron to the North while Sam and Frodo make their way to Mount Doom. Mm. 
Frodo is really struggling. Like, and that's the th- I want to say oh, that's yeah. the thing that like it was looking over at him, mm-hmm. and then he falls. But then the thing that moves the eye is mm-hmm. the fact that the armies had moved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. that's important. They're all working together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're they're climbing. They're hiking Mount Doom. Um, and then Frodo's really struggling. He can't make it. They haven't had like food or water for days. So Sam then carries him. Oh, beautiful moment. So good. Um, while the orcs and the good guys are battling. And then the eagles show up to help in battle. Mm-hmm. Um, then out of nowhere, like they get to Mount Doom and Smeagol shows up out of nowhere and fights them. They're like about to walk in. Uh, and then Frodo is like about to drop it in, but he just can't bring it, to, bring himself to it. Like, he's finally been poisoned fully. He fails. Yeah. He wants it. He the fails. look in his eyes, yeah. terrifying. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, so he puts it on Smeagol and disappears. And then Smeagol finds him and finally gets his precious back. Like, this whole time yep. that we've been watching this, Smeagol has been separated from it because yeah. Bilbo had mm-hmm. it all those years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, he finally gets it back by biting off Frodo's finger. So metal, like so he, punk. Like, yes. incredible. He finds this invisible <laughs> Frodo and knows exactly how to bite off a finger mm. that you can't see. He's been training for this moment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then the two fight and they fall off the cliff and then Smeagol falls into the fires with his with his uh with the ring and Mount Doom with uh with it, sorry. And then Frodo's saved from the cliff by Sam. Mm. Perfect. It's incredible. Yeah. The ring gets destroyed and then Sauron's eye like he knows it immediately. He's like, oh, that's where they were. Um, and the eye burns up and his tower crumbles and falls. Great miniature work, by the way. Yes. Um, and mm. then there's a sonic blast and the earth swallows up all the orcs and the bad guys, uh, but not the good guys. Like it just cracks strategically. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, the middle earth um, Ooh, swallows up nice. all the orcs and the bad guys. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and then Mount Doom erupts and the curse of the ring is lifted from Frodo and the eagles come and fly away with Sam and Frodo and all the good guys. Frodo wakes up at Rivendell with Gandalf. It's a very like Harry Potter Dumbledore moment. Yes, like, yeah, literally. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and then everyone, and they start laughing. Like it just, the weight is lifted. The world is mm-hmm. different now. And then one by one, everyone enters. Pip and Mary and Gimli and then Orlando, who is not Orlando, <laughs> but Legolas, um, and Aragorn and Sam. Um, meaningful laughter, meaningful looks. Yes. And then we've got the coronation of Aragorn, the king of Gondor. He wore a red turtleneck and full armor with his hair down. He was looking cute. <laughs> red turtleneck. <laughs> uh, and Liv Tyler hides behind a Rivendell flag to surprise him. Like, oh, guess what? The fate of the ring. So I was sneaky. tied to it, but I'm alive now because it got destroyed. Boo. Um, Only meaningful scene she's in. Unfortunately. Uh, but it works and he's stunned and they make out in front of everyone including yeah. her dad Elrond Ew. Um, and then the four hobbits bow to the new king of Gondor and he says my friends you bow to no one and then King Aragorn and all the creatures of all the land everywhere bow down to them yes. and it's I very think, much giving uh, Pride Rock the Lion King yes, yes. <laughs> and honestly I think Pip and Mary maybe didn't deserve it as much but that's like <laughs> neither here nor there very dare you <laughs> which I mean just based on what we've seen it's funny. Um, and then Frodo narrates while they return to the Shire. It's exactly 13 months after they left. Um, I'm just still getting over the Merry and Pippin thing. <laughs> so rude. They may not, but they were very brave. Sure. They were. Yeah, they did some stuff. They rode on a tree for a while. Maybe didn't um, deserve it. They it. held on tight to that tree. That's right. <laughs> um, 
And then, so 13 months after they left, they grab a pint, which actually, they, they actually grab like a quart because, you know, they don't have pints in the Shire. Um, <laughs> yeah, we've learned this. <laughs> and they admire the huge pumpkin that that guy brought to the pa- to the pub. He was like, <laughs> I, grew, the pumpkin. <laughs> I grew this huge pumpkin. Everyone admire it. Hold on. Actually, I'm going to bring it to the bar tonight. Everyone admire it. <laughs> I love I'm that. I'm so glad that this is in the synopsis. I was just going to say, I love that this <laughs> the pumpkin, pumpkin is, a paid is, part, is part of the, the summary. Return of, the, Return of the King is uh, a Halloween movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's the sequel to. By the way, at this Night point, when we were Christmas. watching this the other night, I was like, I was being that guy. I was like, look at my pumpkin. Everyone look, touch it. Touch the pumpkin. Everyone's touching the pumpkin. Yeah, like, yeah. It's the smoothest pumpkin I've ever grown in the Shire soil. Yeah. It's the most powerful thing now that the Ring of Power's been yeah, destroyed. Yeah. It's now this it's pumpkin. pumpkin. Um, One pumpkin to rule them all. And then uh, and then Sam and Rosie get married and mm. Pippin catches the bouquet. So sweet. Congratulations. Yep. Um, Frodo moves out of Bag End uh, after finishing writing The Lord of the Rings by Frodo Baggins, which is tacked on to... Um, an Unexpected Journey by Bilbo Baggins. Mm-hmm. Um, he takes old Bilbo, a.k.a. Billy Graham, to the last ship leaving <laughs> Middle-earth with Elrond and Kate Blanchett and Gandalf. Mm-hmm. Um, Bilbo asks to see the ring one last time en route. Uh, Frodo gets on the... And he's like, sorry, no. Lost it. Yeah, it's gone. I don't know. Um, and Frodo goes on the ship with them and leaves his book with Sam with some extra pages in the back, which is so sweet. And then Sam goes back home to Rosie and his two little kids. Mm. And that's it. Credits. The end. Yeah. When I saw this movie in the theaters, there was I think there was audible laughter or like size because this movie basically ends four times. Yeah, yeah. yeah like there's it fade so to true. Bl- fa- it fades to black like four times and everyone yeah. was like, ugh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do I do like all the endings, so. Yeah. I do too. I don't have a problem with it. Good job, Jess. Thank you. Great Tag job. Team. Great Good job, Tag guys. Team. Yes. Woo. Um everybody, Achilles heel starting with Jake. Uh, what do you think is the Achilles heel of this movie? What stops it from being better? The Witch King's death is lame. <laughs> so true. That's wow. mine. And that's that mine too. And that's the thing that you think is holding this movie back. One hundred percent. Okay. The the Witch King's death is lame. Mm. Okay. Because I, I think Eowyn is a little bit Mary Sue ish in this movie. Mm. I wish that, that I don't yeah, understand. I don't know that. It's yeah. like oh, so like. She oh. just can do things. Oh, like okay. she, you know what I mean? Like yeah. she has no reason to be as, she has no reason to be capable of defeating the Witch King. Yeah. Mm. We're not shown that. I wish we were. Like I wish Eowyn was <laughs> well, built up more Actually, to I be, don't know if I agree with you. She spars with Aragorn. Like uh, they, yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, continue your thought, but I'm going to come back to it. Mm. Uh-oh. I just, I don't like, I don't like it. The thing is this. I don't think it works. There's a prophecy, basically, that says... Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, that for, that's not in the movies. No, I'm saying... No, but they. it is mentioned where they say that no man... It is said that no man can kill him. Yeah. So that's something that's been said with like an air of prophecy or like foretelling. And so it's been basically decreed that no man can kill him. And yeah. so because of that, he's mm-hmm. operating with impunity because he's like, no man can kill me. But it's just just like Sauron would never guess that a hobbit would take the ring into Mordor to destroy it, the witch king of Angmar would never guess that a woman would approach him in battle or that yep. the prophecy wouldn't say yep. that. I feel like this is like 
reminding me of Shakespeare. I think it's Caesar Augustus or something where Caesar was born of cesarean section because they say no no man born of woman right can, yeah, yeah. can kill um, can kill this foe. But he's like, I wasn't technically born of woman <laughs> and is able to then <laughs> defeat uh-huh. his foe. Yeah, I get that. I just I think that the witch king maybe maybe my problem is that the witch king himself does is built up mm-hmm. so much and then when we actually see him doing things he's not very formidable well i think that mm-hmm. that um it, it's pippin i think or it, no it's merryweather Meriadoc. uh Meriadoc stabs him from behind Mayweather, yeah. which, which like he like, didn't he didn't know that he didn't he couldn't see that coming Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's because just, it, no I one ever know. suspects it's, a humble little hobbit to do anything. I, I so get the tag all team that. between those two. He uh, overestimates his opponents. Yeah. That's I just, why un, I just I think, think it's kind of lame. Mm. What did I say? Overestimate. Oh yeah. Sorry. He okay. underestimates his mm-hmm. opponents. Okay. I I get what you're saying. I, I also get what you're saying. I get every, what everyone's saying. I also say I also say this <laughs> in the extended edition. <laughs> ding ding ding. In the extended <laughs> edition, like we see a lot more of the witch king in that battle before that and mm-hmm. he's doing some crazy stuff and see, he's, I, that would have that would have been better and I, his effect on a battle is like he basically sucks everyone's joy and hope out of it and like when he's around his troops win more because they have like he's like um i don't even know what he he's this like yeah he's like a dementor it's like gotcha. that kind of thing yeah yeah Eowyn as well. I wish that she in that. I wish that the fight between Eowyn and the Witch King was better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Like, I agree with that statement. Well, but she's not. I so agree here's with that where as well. I, here's where I'll push back though. If it was better, then I don't think it would be realistic because I mm-hmm. think it's a realistic fight where she gets her arm shattered, and like she can't go up against him. She's not like Aragorn. She's not right. this elite fighter. So like she needs Mary to stab him in the knee or mm-hmm. stab him in the in the leg. And then she, and then the whole thing with the prophecy, like yeah, I guess if it's a better battle, like then it feels like it's more story breaking. I don't know. I just don't. I just think it's kind of a little bit okay. Not okay. Cool. Okay. You guys both have so such compelling arguments. Okay. That it's a very compelling okay. Argument. I think when it comes down to it, that's your Achilles heel, and I respect that. Yeah, okay. honestly, yes. I think there's merit to it. I had that sort of thing also written down but now i'm so back and forth on it that i can't i can't be bothered so i'm just gonna say that my achilles heel is that there's not enough gimli in this movie (laughs) (laughs) more gimli more um for me it's that there are so many names of places and of characters and tools and trees it's just it's a lot to keep track of at this point in the story because every single movie we're introduced to new characters. Yes. Yeah. And I kept asking Joel for help. Like I was taking notes on the synopsis and I'm like, hey, where are they battling right now? What's that same, called? Same with me. And Yeah. And I was like, what are those Oliphants? And he's like, well, they're not actually Oliphants. Yeah. Yeah. Just too many, too many names to keep track of. Mine is similar. I just said there's so much story to fit in one movie. It yeah. feels like the book itself, it feels like it's struggling to contain all the storylines and like it's there's so much stuff. There's yeah. so many people that we've been introduced to and there's so many like stories that have been set in motion that it feels like it's just struggling. Like the movie, there is a bit of a tension I feel with like the, just the pacing of the story where it's like mm. we're trying to fit everything. 
Yeah. But we were struggling, you know. And we're and only that's, making three movies. And exactly. We right. have to tie up all the ends that we've right loosed. And it feels <laughs> like again, once I've said this with all three, of course, but like the extended edition, like you get more. There's a little more of a of nuance. There's a little more explanation. There's a little more time that you have with these events, and so. Yeah, I don't know. As at least with the theatrical version, maybe next time I watch the extended edition, I'll see if it hits me the same way. But it yeah. just feels like there's so much stuff. Like, you, I mean, your point. Like, I'm thinking about all these things. It's like they're they had to cut some of that stuff out that yeah. led that yeah. created that scene. So it's like, so I think your point is valid. If we're looking at at least if we're looking at the theatrical cut, where it's like, because I'm gonna say this later, but there is a, there's a pretty significant chunk that gets cut out of the scene right before that that I was waiting for because I I'm not used to these cuts of the movie. Hmm. Yeah, and like I I I was waiting for it, and I'm like, oh oh oh, interesting. They just cut this like ten minute chunk out. Now now it changes everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so there's just so much. It feels like an impossible. You could have made it into two movies, but they didn't do that at this point. I think Harry Potter was the first one, the first one of these big yeah. like franchises to do that to like break the book up into two pieces. Yeah. And they they could have maybe used it here. Yeah, I wouldn't have minded it. There's enough story to go around for sure. Obviously, yes. they have. There's a four and a half cut of this four and a half hour cut of this movie. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway, there's just too much stuff. Yeah, yeah. and I then agree. they definitely did that with the Hobbit. Yes. They broke it way up. Way they had not up. enough story for yes. all the movie they made. Right. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay. Safety net. Jake, what do you think stops this movie from being worse? What is or maybe what is the yeah, what is the saving grace of this movie? Everything looks good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The locations. Minas Tirith looks good. Mordor looks good. Mm-hmm. Like Yeah. What's the capital of Rohan? Edoras. Edoras. Rohan. Edoras looks great like <laughs> it it just it all just looks so good all yeah. the locations incredible and when you look at this mountain and you see Minas Tirith there like it's not actually there right you yeah. Know? yeah right like it's all put in after yeah and it's just it's pretty amazing how good yeah. all the locations look Minas Tirith is one of the coolest looking yeah dude. things i've seen in any movie yeah. like they they use it well too like you see it from all different angles yes and clearly they made this giant model and they detailed it so well and it's just striking you have this giant kind of parapet or whatever like coming out of it and yeah. like mm-hmm. you have the road that kind of goes up it yeah so cool it's amazing yeah and it's really like it's how we just in the book he describes it meticulously like and it's exactly like they really nailed how it how tolkien described it mm. awesome mm. Okay, my safety net is the Gandalf and Pippin redemption arc. Mm. Um, It's just all of the sweet moments that they have where like Pippin is really, he really comes into himself in this movie. Like Mm -hmm. it's like he, he becomes like the most fully actualized version of himself in this this movie. And I really enjoy seeing that, but I also enjoy Gandalf kind of taking him seriously for the first time. Yeah. Um, And also, just like they're comforting each other. And um, I, I think that they are very, very happy to be traveling with each other and to be in this part of it together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's really like refreshing to see. And I also just think that like among all of like the climactic, the really like high tension parts of this movie, it was a really welcome kind of balm to like the like tension. It was like, okay, well at least like Gandalf isn't being mean to Pippin anymore. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. that's my safety net. Yeah, yeah. I love okay. that. And yeah. I agree. Yeah. Pippin really comes into himself mm-hmm. in this movie. Um, 
Like Mary was always the careful one, the one that mm-hmm. like thought through the consequences yeah. of his actions. He's a and leader. All that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he and he took care of Pippin. Like I don't know, they were like big brother and little brother, yeah. basically. And and Mary's on the battlefield lying down injured. Yeah. And Pippin's like, I'm gonna take care of you now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He puts like, a little blankie over. So cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, my safety net was all of those beautiful, perfectly trained horses. Yes. Like love them without them. There are so many scenes that happen like wide shots, like big, big open shots that are like rows of perfect, beautifully trained horses that are like just doing their jobs. They showed up that day Mm -hmm. and (laughs) earned their pay. And then also um, earned their sugar cubes. cubes. (laughs) Um, And then, uh, and then also there are a lot of scenes that happen like kind of close up where like characters are interacting and we're just seeing like their torso, but beneath them is a horse and like the horses, it seems like they're real because they're kind of like moving a little bit. But anyway, the, those are my safety net. Without without that, cool. this movie would have been worse. The horseplay. Mm. The horseplay. Right on. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Ah, yes. My safety net for this movie is Sean Astin perfectly inhabiting a character that he was oh. born to play. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. He. This is his movie. Yep. It yeah. It is. He. He's the most important character. Yes. And so I, true. I love so that true. he. He's, he doesn't come into it as the most important character, mm-hmm. but he is the hero. He has to yes. go on the hero's journey. He's he's discarded by the one person he's like sworn to protect. He never gives up on that person, mm-hmm. and he's the one who makes sure that this task gets completed. Mm-hmm. Yes. And his person, just his personal dynamic yeah. with Frodo, of course, mm-hmm. is just so compelling. And uh, just on a personal level, we see, like Phoebe was saying early in the movie, we see he's... He's gone from saying there may not be a return journey to to planning on a return journey. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's 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 taking it so seriously and where Frodo is clearly just kind of has no hope and he's kind of just dying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that yeah. Sam is and then I think that the it's such a great symbolic moment at the end when he says, I can't carry it for you, Mr. Frodo, but I can carry you because, because that kind of sums up his character. He's like, well, I can't, I can't carry the ring, but like, what can I do? It's just such a great like life lesson or something for us to think about. Like there are a lot of things that I can't do or that we can't do uh, because of who we are, because of where we are or whatever. But like there are ways that we can help and there are ways that we can support and love the people around us. And I think that that to me feels like the the thread at the core of this yes. whole story. Is, yeah. mm-hmm. And Sean Astin just he he emo- the way he emotes, the way he cries, the way he like he's it's him. Yeah, like I've seen is. him in a bunch of stuff and he's he's Sam Gamgee. It's just yeah. it's who he is and I don't know again mm-hmm. back to I in my the first one I said my safety net was the casting. And yeah, I think he yeah. was the, one of the most important characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. It's so interesting how, like, to, honestly, kind of towards the end of Two Towers, like, Frodo, as in terms of, like, being the most important character, he, like, falls off. Like, yeah. he he is so concerned. He is so, like, his insides are taken over. He's, like, intoxicated yeah. literally by the ring that he can't even be the main character of the story I don't, anymore. Right. I don't think... It's insane. When you look at Lord of the Rings... As a as a whole, you know, if you look at all the story, the all three movies, Frodo's not the 
protagonist. No. If we had to pick one protagonist, it's either Sam yeah. or it's Aragorn. He mm-hmm. is in the first one. I yeah, think, in, yeah you it's know, Frodo's movie. I would say one. that, and and the same thing with the book, I'm saying, like, I think he is the fir- in the first one, but like, it's so far, we're so far removed from yeah, that true, at this point. True. Like, I think you're right that there really is no one protagonist, mm-hmm. yeah. but it yeah. goes from Frodo to like, Maybe the second one, maybe Aragorn. Yeah, there are a couple different, you know, people you could kind of say are the main characters of that middle move, middle book slash movie. But this one's definitely Sam. Yeah, Jake, worst shot of the Return of the King. Your criticism of a film that won eleven Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> I hate. The slow mo on Sam's mouth as he says, "Share the load." Oh, yeah. <laughs> Share it is the load. It's terrible. I yeah. hate it. Yeah, I didn't even notice that, but you're right. It's so awful. It's the it. moment that Frodo turns. Yeah, against yeah, him. yeah. He's like, yeah. "Yo, yeah, why are you talking which, so slow?" Which, but that just comes across as like silly. Yeah. 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 The sheer below. Yeah. Clearly yes. he yeah, he had to re-record the line to say it that slow yeah. with yeah. ADR. Yeah. Yep. Weird. I agree. Uh so weird. That's kind of dumb. Phoebe? Um mine is uh the CGI of Legolas galloping across that Oliphant's <laughs> back. <laughs> it lo- it looks like I'm playing a video game. It looks like I'm playing an excellently excellently graphic Right, uh-huh. yeah. video game but yeah. it still looks like like you're saying in the yes. first one of ps2 cutscene right right yeah it looks it's very distracting um it also has similar vibes to him like skateboarding all that yeah, you know yeah. what i mean it's yes. just like a weird like legolas he, gymnast moment. he gets one of those every movie yeah. exactly yeah. i would i'll take this one over the skateboarding oh, one 100%. because it's it's you could still make the argument that he's like being super resourceful and skillful and all that stuff, sure. whereas the other one was just dumb. But it is—it's so much. Yeah, it's yeah. just—it's just so much. When I was fifteen, loved so it. Cool. <laughs> favorite <laughs> shot. Look at him go! We were all like, "Oh!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, my worst shot is okay. <laughs> When the orcs attack Gondor with their catapults, yeah. the stones just crumble all over the place. Like, there's no mortar between all of those stones. It's just, it hits in one place, and then everything just it's crumbles. A little, yeah. It's a little Jenga. It just, like, it stacks yeah. of rocks. And <laughs> yeah. I guess, you know, that reveals that this is how miniatures work. Yeah, those definitely look like miniatures. I yeah. In the Two Towers, remember, I, I, I like, rewound it because I was looking at when that dam breaks mm-hmm. above um isengard you can tell that it's like a miniature dam like because the water droplets are really big but they shoot in a way where it's like you can't really judge where like yeah. they do it really well this one i feel like they, they try to do the same thing and i totally agree it's like no you can tell that this is a miniature yeah. meant to you know explode might have actually been better to do cgi on that one yeah maybe okay my worst shot of this movie is right at the beginning uh, Deagle underwater that being pulled by the fish. Just yes. like, I don't know what they're doing. Uh, <laughs> Jess, they, I just thought he wasn't actually underwater for that. I was I, like, it looks like he's got a fan yeah, on him. Which could, it, it could have been. I thought it looked like he was underwater, but it felt like he wasn't moving really. Like it just looks so wonky. And like yeah. bad. that whole scene is so great. Like mm-hmm. the storytelling of that scene is super important. And, like kind of horrifying 
and visceral. Yeah. Like it's it's this crazy scene and there's just one super goofy shot of him being like bloop, 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 Yeah, bloop. it's really bad. <laughs> yeah. It's really bad. So yeah, I'm like just put him in a tank and drag him like you can yeah. this is not that hard to we do. We have the technology. Exactly. Yes. We have the technology to like put him underwater. <laughs> uh, yeah. You uh, just do an old school shot. Yeah. That's all I need, you It know? feels like they tr- were like, "Oh, let's try something." And then it didn't work and they're yeah. like, mm, "Yeah, let's just give it in." Yeah. <laughs> we have a lot of movie to film. We don't yeah. have time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My best shot. I I do have uh two, but I'll say okay. this one. Okay. When Smeagol's eyes during his oh, sort yeah. of transformation, it's so cool and it's so subtle. The transformation from like regular eyes to these big CG eyes. Mm-hmm. I love it. That was CG eyes. Oh, that was totally whoa, unintentional. Nice. I did not mean to do that. I would whoa, never whoa, whoa, intentionally whoa. do that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. If I was like a computer graphics like artist, I would. My Twitter handle would be CG. E Y E S Z yeah CGI <laughs> um, but yeah I love that shot that's really cool awesome. it, like over that shot he's saying you know my precious mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah and it's when it's clearly the the moment it's like okay it's now the he's moment gone. yeah he like he's like looking at it and he has like he he has normal eyes mm-hmm. yeah and he kind of closes them in like euphoria as, yeah because he has yeah. the ring in his hand. Yeah. And then as he opens his eyes and they're like Gollum's eyes. Yeah. And then he mm-hmm. like closes his fist around the ring. It's mm-hmm. so good. I'd like to say something. Okay. <laughs> this, this is a Go for it, Joel. It's literally that. <laughs> it's just us saying things for two hours. <laughs> that would be funny to not say anything. Wait, you want to say something? <laughs> Hold on. Let's let's hit record. <laughs> um, the ring can like um symbolize many things sure i think it symbolizes power that's the biggest thing it symbolizes power a lot of times i think i hear people talking about it symbolizing addiction or just things that we don't want to get rid Mm. of or our vices that kind of thing power is the one where I, i think i can listen to it but like one of the things that tolkien he says it right in the in like the there's like a preface to the like the edition that I have. It's just like him. Ding, like, ding. <laughs> of Fellowship <laughs> yeah. of the Ring. And he says, he's like, don't look for meanings in this. Don't look for allegory. This mm. is just, it's just a story. Mm-hmm. So like this doesn't mean, I think probably maybe because of C.S. Lewis, like people were so looking yeah. for all of his like, all right. of the parallels and through lines. Yep. And Tolkien really didn't like that being done to his own work. He's like, just, it's a story. Obviously, all the themes that we're talking about exist. It's just he's not thinking about it. He doesn't yeah. want us to be like necessarily looking for those things. And so I just love one of the things about the ring is that like it doesn't really perfectly symbolize anything. Right. Like, there isn't anything really like that. I love that it's this thing that feels so symbolic, and in some ways it is. But there isn't, you can't say, oh, the ring is drugs sex addiction you can't say right. that it's something that like would typically we'd write a story about like sure. this so I, anyway i just i wanted to interject that because i think when i think about how it turns smeagol i just think it's really it's a really unique kind of story device because we don't have a lot of things like that that don't really symbolize a right. real world yeah it's really you know, something it's really cool really yeah. cool it's an aptly named book yeah huh. Lord I hadn't of the thought of that. Rings. Mm. Oh my gosh. I get it now. Wow. It took us all this time, but we got it. <laughs> Episode three of Episode three. Episode three of three. Yep. Wow. Um, my best shot is anytime that Gandalf is riding Shadowfax in the New Zealand countryside. Oh. Mm, it's yeah. just 
gorgeous. I yep. also have the Smeagol's eyes, but I, I, <laughs> Jake and I were watching it together and we, I was like, dibs. And I knew that he wasn't gonna let me have it. So <laughs> I picked another one. Yes. Um, but I just, every time he was like galloping and like his horse is so beautiful. Yeah. Just like showing us the meaning of haste over and over again. Yeah. It's so, like I I was shown that meaning. Yeah. Like I was confused about what the word haste meant. And then I saw shadow facts, just shadow faxing everywhere. And I was like, and I was clarification. Like, suddenly I know what it means to be hasty. Dictionary so like, deaf. Dictionary deaf. Shadow facts. Um, F-A-C-T-S. Yeah, in, in this world, they say, uh, instead of saying facts, they go, uh, yeah, shadow facts. Shadow facts. I was sure it was short for shadow facsimile. Am I wrong? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I don't speak Elvish. Yeah. <laughs> Elvis? <laughs> okay. Um, my best <laughs> shot was the, um, the Army of the Dead. Yeah. They look great. They look yeah. great. My worst shot from the last movie was like ghouly green goblin yeah. underwater people. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, these guys, this is how to do it right. Redemption. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, the layers. They have like the layer of skin so many, and then yes. the layer of of like of skeleton underneath. Yeah. And it looks so cool. So mm-hmm. much liquid latex in this movie. So <laughs> much. Yeah. Sponsored by liquid latex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love uh, that. Use, use promo code FILMS. <laughs> For 15%, 15% off of liquid, liquid latex. latex. <laughs> any brand, any store, liquid yeah. latex, 15% We have off. to stop giving ad promotions in this. <laughs> <laughs> we don't get so many emails. Spots. I love it. I mean, if liquid latex wants to... don't. By the way, don't Google liquid latex. No, you can. It's no, safe. Kidding. It's real. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. Okay. Um, my best shot... I have a, a ton of these. I thought this movie was just full of incredible, like, just visuals. Yeah. Um, one of my favorites was... Faramir's suicide charge with his boys. Yeah. Oh. And there's like this massively wide shot with Minas Tirith in the background and there's just huge line of guys. Yeah. And the, and the, the there it's a super zoomed in shot. So even though they're coming at the camera, you they're not, you know, they're barely like getting bigger mm-hmm. in the shot. And it looks so real. <laughs> like Minas Tirith in the background looks incredibly real and like you know, there's almost yeah. like a almost like a what do you call it? Like a mirage effect going on yeah. because yeah. of the distance. It looks so cool. It was so great. Uh, any other ones? Yeah, there's a shot where um, I'm going to have you tell me the Rohan City one more time. Edoras. Edoras. We It's like a, a wide shot of it, and we see it. It's in this big plane, you know, and it's just a city. It's like up on a hill, and it looks exactly like Whiterun. Yeah. In Skyrim. Skyrim. It's like the yeah. same. Of it's, course. It, yeah. it is. They're, they're yeah. the same city. Yeah, yeah. And I just, I just thought that was cool. Yeah, all the wide shots of that are incredible. Yeah. Um, I also wanted to say the, I mean, Denethor flaming off the pinnacle of the city. Yeah. Mm. In the midst so, of a battle. So cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I also loved when Gandalf wards off the Nazgul from the the soldiers are retreating from Musgiliath. Yes. When he goes out and you, you there's, I mean, again, we've talked about how much we both love massive wide shots but like when you see these horses and you see some of them have fallen yeah and you see the nazgul like swooping down on their on their beasts and then you see you know gandalf going out with this big ray of light it's just so far off it again it seems very real but you see the kind of the scale of it and it's really really cool Mm -hmm. i had an honorable mention as well it's uh sam is attacking smeagol after hearing him like talking in the night about uh 
about basically killing the hobbits. And Smeagol like runs away, not that far, but just like across the little pond and then hides behind the skinniest tree. And you get this little scream and this face from Smeagol. He's like, Yes. <laughs> Favorite we rewound this and watched yeah. it. It's so... <laughs> Cracks so, me up. His hu- the humor of of Gollum. Just yeah. like being himself. Yeah. yeah. The timing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's really, really you see, funny and good. I mean, that's like the Hobbit roots in him. He was a silly little Hobbit guy. Yeah. 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 Once a silly little Hobbit guy, always Never, a silly oh, little Hobbit. Oh, yeah, yeah, You were going to say always. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> that makes more sense than what I was going to say. They're mm. making jokes. <sighs> I'm going to a happy place right now. I'm in All the right, shire. We're hey, we're real quick. Yeah, what's your worst scene, Jake? <laughs> I mean, for me, it's the Witch King death scene. Uh huh. You know, I've kind yeah. of already talked about it. I just wish either, you know, I, I've kind of been thinking about it because the reaction to it you, from you guys was so uh-huh, strong. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> so I've been thinking about it and I'm just like, yeah, I just, I wish, I think I do, I would rather have seen Eowyn be super competent with a sword and like put like give him a good fight and mm-hmm. actually best him. I would rather I would rather have seen that than what we saw. Hi. Hmm. That's fair. But <laughs> that would have had to have been set up mm. in more yeah. more than just a sparring thing with Aragorn who likes her and yeah. probably was yeah. going easy. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So it's like I just wish it was better. Yeah. Yeah, I follow. I I maintain that if she's really really good, I don't I don't think that that's what the scene's about. It's not about her being a great warrior, you know. In that case, it is about her being a woman. Meaning, it's about she, her being an unlikely, an warrior. unlikely hero. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I think the fact that she's a woman in this world is the unlikely. Could like that is the yeah. unlikely part. Mm-hmm. Not right. not that she is a bad fighter and got the best of you know, yeah. su- what's supposed to be like. The king of the Nazgul and like, yeah. This I mean, awesome I'll, I'll villain. Just, I'll just say what I said before, yeah. which is that I think that one of the biggest themes of these, especially this third movie, is that is people the bad guys are underestimating their opponents at every turn. Mm-hmm. They're thinking that they're not going to do this because they're so set in their ways and they don't learn. So like, if yeah. if Sauron had a little more humility, he would have been like, "Hey, I should think about." The only way to destroy this ring right. is right here. So I should really think about guarding this mountain. It's not really guarded because he's right. so prideful. And so yeah. same thing with the Witch King. It's like he's so prideful, he leaves his back open to this little hobbit and then doesn't even think about, you know, the fact that, oh hey, no man can kill me. Right. You know, anyway. Yeah. Anyway. 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 Phoebe, worst scene of this movie. Um, Arwen just getting like being so weak and like sick because she decided not to elf die and to just be like, I just like, don't, that yeah. just doesn't, maybe I just don't get why that's important, but I just, I just it's don't, under- you. I just don't understand yeah. it. I don't understand. Yeah, I, it. I was going to actually ask about that. Why? So it's because she rejected her she chose immortality in that, in that moment when she comes back, she rejects immortality, right? Yeah. I'll, I, I can give a, a a very quick explanation, sure. hopefully, of Lore this. Lore alert. Lore alert. So the creator, Iluvatar, who's mm-hmm. God. Louis, Louis Vuitton. Louis no. Vuitton. He has... <laughs> the designer, Louis Vuitton. He has... Um, I just thought it was the Jake. 
corrected. He's like, no, it's not Louis Vuitton. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, um, so the creator, he's created these things called Valar, which are like angels. One of the Valar actually creates the dwarves ahead of time, which he's not supposed to do. Right. Gets put, they get put back to sleep under the mountain. And then he creates uh, men and elves, and they're both... He doesn't really say how, but they're both supposed to kind of like awaken at different points in history. Mm-hmm. So elves come first and they don't die. So like they can be killed, but they, they never die of old age. And so there are thousands of years of this history of they, there's the undying lands across the sea and they actually get brought back to the undying lands. A lot of them, they're, they're brought over there, but once they go, they can't come back. Right. That's like the, the, the rule. And uh, then men awaken later and then there's, Morgoth, who's the big bad guy, and Sauron, and all this stuff. But th- what's happening is that Iluvatar planned on men uh, inheriting the world. That was his plan from the beginning. And his thing is, it, he mortality is his. They call it his gift to them. Okay. So like, yeah, he's given them the ability to have a life that has a beginning and an end, which the elves don't really have. So they can't really understand the world like men can. Right. The consequences are less. Right. Yes, and so what you do with the time, kind of a thing. Sure. Exactly. So it's turning into a new age where it's the age of men. And then it'll be the final age. That that's like the last age. And then it'll be something else later. And so, Iluvatar or the you know the Undying Lands basically, um, or the Valar over there, they basically said, "All right, elves, like it's time to come over. Mm-hmm. Like your mortality is fading. You're, it's time for you to come home. If you come over here, you'll never die. But like now, it's right. basically whatever the thing that's made you special over here is fading from you, and it's time for you to come home." And leave the men and on the mortal beings to live over here. Got you. So it's it's like a fate. It's like a destiny yes, time thing. Exactly. It's just it's just that time. It's the time for the elves to go. Yes. And certain elves along the way have been given the opportunity by either the Valar or the Creator uh, this ability to choose. I think Elrond. If I remember correctly, it's Elrond's brother. Elrond's brother. Uh, their parents. They were mixed. So like uh, they were born from a man. Or a human and an elf. Okay. So they were given the uh, once they became of age, uh, Elrond chose to live forever, and yes. then the his brother chose to be mortal. So I think maybe it's car- part because she's part of his hmm. bloodline sure. that gotcha. they, she can choose. That might be it. I don't remember. It's been a, a year or two years since I read that book, but I think uh, is this the Silmarillion? Yes, okay. it, this is in the Silmarillion. But I think it's either that. Or like it's time for them all to leave. So they basically all have that choice now. It's like if you choose to remain here and you make that choice basically before God or whatever, you're mortal. Okay. Which I think for them still means they're going to live a a while, kind of like the Numenorians. But that's kind of what it is. It's a decision that they all make. The elves, if left to their own devices, would live forever. Now it's time for them to leave. So... So anyway, so she's because of that, yeah. she is done. Yeah. The the important part is she's choosing to stay with Aragorn because gotcha. she, she'd rather live a mortal life with right. him. Your worst scene was where she's sick. Yeah, where she's so laying there and she's like <laughs> tied she to the so tied <laughs> to the fate of the ring. Why is that affecting her? Yeah. Well, because guess, isn't is she is she being affected by the ring in a different way than everybody no, well, else? Well, that's a dream. Well, no, she's actually that's dying, a, right? That's a vision. She's, she's sitting on the bed reading a little notebook, and she drops the notebook because her hands are weak, and then yeah. Elrond helps her lie down, and then he shows her a vision of herself in the future. Right. But the thing preceding the vision, which I just described, mm-hmm. is not a dream. It's 
actually happening. Okay. I think. What's happened is she's made the choice, basically. So, right. like, when Elrond says she's sick and dying, he means that she's mortal. I feel like that's what it is. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. When he says that her fate is tied to the fate of the ring, what he means is that all of her all of her kin are leaving, and so they're not affected by the ring because they're in gotcha. the undying lands forever. I following. Oh. Now she's mortal, which means that I, she's part of this. Got it. I don't know yeah. why. They're... Yeah, I thought that she was sick. I thought that she was being mm. that she was being made sick by yeah. the ring. I think I, it's confusing or, because he looks at it as a sickness, or he's kind of talking about it like now she's mortal. So he's talking about it as if she's sick. Yeah, gotcha. compared she got that to him, sick. Okay. Uh-huh. she's ring sick. <laughs> she got, mm-hmm. that, she got rang, that rang sickness. She got that rang sick. <laughs> anyway, I think, but that's still my worst thing yeah. because yeah. it's so unclear and it can totally. be, it like it can. Yeah, I something. agree. It's Again, it's trying to make us think that right. Aragorn is motivated by Arwen at mm. all and he just he simply is not. Yeah. So anyway, that is yeah. my worst scene. Yeah. And I get I'm it. Sticking to it. Jess, worst scene. It is Legolas and Aragorn. And Legolas says they're like just kind of standing on a dock. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Something stirs in the east, a sleepless malice. The eye of the enemy is moving. And it's like cut to all these things in between all of those lines to show us like, oh yeah, here's evidence of all the things that Legolas is saying. But I like, no, we all know. Right. You just summarized the movie. That we just watched. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's why we're here. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Thank you, Legolas. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well have just said like, the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> so yeah, that's it's really bad. Yeah. And There's I'm a like, ring we must destroy. Contractually <laughs> obligated to have X amount of lines on screen, maybe. Right. I guess. Maybe, yeah. yeah. It so Legolas, I think as a character, I feel like maybe what they're trying to do here, I think they tried to do this in the movie a few times. They try to give him more than he deserves. Cause like in the actual in the book, ding 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 ding. In the book, in the actual story, he he is this aloof character. I think that's what he is. He's he's this otherworldly uh, of a of a previous age, and he's far more capable than these other people than like Gimli and stuff in in different in different ways and very wise and very old. So it's like he doesn't have a lot of like human moments. And so whenever they try to give him more like dialogue and stuff, I feel like this is what happens. Yeah. yeah. It becomes the worst scene of the movie. Yeah. He just is pontificating yeah. while yeah. staring into the middle distance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Aragorn is like, yep. Uh-huh. No, for sure, bro. <laughs> I think no, one of his best, sure. one of his best lines is in fellowship of the ring. It's, it's after it's right before the mirror of Galadriel scene. Mm-hmm. Um, there are all these elves singing and they're like, uh, Legolas walks in and the hobbits are like, what are they singing about? And he's saying, they're singing songs of grief about Gandalf. And they say, what are they saying? And he says, it's, it would hurt me too much to tell you yeah. to what translate saying, it. Yeah. And I'm like, that feels like Legolas. He's, he's yeah. distant, mm-hmm. but he's, he's on this different kind of profound level as everyone else. And those are the, that's where he's Spock kind of. Sure. Like, Honestly. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of, and I'm like, that's interesting. That's cool. That's yeah. so much better than him mm-hmm. trying to be more like Aragorn. Mm hmm. What's okay. your worst scene, babe? Okay, well, I think my worst scene... Uh-oh, you want to start again? <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> Guys, Uh-oh, you want to start again? Slingmore is in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, r- before I get to my worst scene, Phoebe, uh, random Tolkien name, go. Skinkmoff. <laughs> a lot of S names. I don't yeah. know why they all start with an S. But, I mean, you got Saruman. 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 Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a lot of S's. Yeah. 
Sam. I think you're doing well with. I think. I think. You can also like take tree beer. Fork. Dumble stilts Okay. Okay. Use tree beard as in- inspiration too, like. Apple flag. <laughs> oh, is it because he's always walking around with the apple uh, flag? Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, I would take the ring to smig flop, but I do not know the way. <laughs> There's okay. so many H's in that word. <laughs> All of them are silent. Yeah. <sighs> That's good. Okay. Uh, as soon as you said Dumple Skilton, I was like, okay, we got to move on. Here we go. We're seeing for Joel... Uh, Elrond delivers his warning and the reforged blade. Again, it felt like mm-hmm. an excuse to just put Hugo Weaving in this movie. Um, <laughs> there, He does do a little bit of exposition, which is why this is not my cutting room floor scene. Because he, he kind of reminds Aragorn about the, the, the mountain men, the dead, the dead men mm-hmm. in, the, in the mountain. But first of all, I will say this. In the book, the, ding, ding, ding. Uh, in the book, <laughs> Nerd Alert, the, the sword is reforged in the first book, and Aragorn takes it with him from Rivendell. Oh, oh. wow. So, like, he has the sword the whole time. Well... Which is kind of... I like that. That That is interesting. But, but I, I think we need a moment where Aragorn decides. Right, and I know? think that's yeah. why they did it. Yes. I think that's why they saved it. Because, honestly, I'll say this. In the book, he is not nearly as reluctant to take the mantle of, of king. Interesting. And I think they definitely played that up a ton in the movies. And, and it makes sense. It's I like, like that, yeah. Yeah, they're giving him more dimension as a character. Yeah. He's, he's a little more boring in that way in the books. I don't mind it because the other characters are kind of deeper. But I think this is one of those ways. Where, yeah, I think they're like, okay, well, if we wait for him to take the sword... This is when he really assumes the mantle of king. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, I just the scene it felt rushed. It felt like Elrond was here and he's like, All right, hey, just just quick, here's the sword. Remember those mountain guys? By the way, I am out the door as previously stated. Right. And I then, gotta go. I gotta go. And <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. and and I almost felt like he's like, So hold on, you fought with a sealdur, my ancestor, and you defeated Sauron the first time, and here we are on the eve of this battle and you came all the way here where we're getting ready to ride and save the day and you're now you're gonna go. You're you not know? Yeah. coming. Yeah. <laughs> like there's um, yeah. just, first you don't join the fellowship and now this. <laughs> and now <laughs> this, this guy sucks. <laughs> yes. Okay, uh let's turn a let's turn a page here. Best scene. Mm. Easily. Easily. Easily the best scene, in my opinion, mm. in all of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Pippin singing mm. over the riders. Mm, yeah. Yep. Yep. Going yep. into Osgiliath to die. Mm-hmm. And it's and while Denethor stuffs his while face. While Denethor is yeah. feasting. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It is just so good. Yeah. I was weeping. It yeah. is the most powerful. Yep. Yeah. I just, I love it. Yep. It's amazing. It's really, really, it's so well done. It's not in that weird slow motiony thing, you know. Like they yeah. oh, they gosh. shoot it beautifully. It you understand I'm so glad that they didn't. This do is it. stupid and nerdy, but like you understand the geography of it. You see, no, yeah. you remember where they came from, and right. you yeah. understand that they're dying. Yep, and we yeah. understand what it's for. Yep, we've just had the scene where they walk through the yes. city. Everybody's mm-hmm. all the citizens are like out yeah. giving them flowers. It's and set yeah. up really well. Oh, yeah. I love that like five minutes of yeah. cinema. Yeah. And, yeah. Yes. And then well, he and then he yeah. stops he stops singing and he's like weeping. Yeah. He's yeah. like trying not to oh, openly yeah. sob in front of uh 
Denethor. Billy Boyd. Denethor. 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 Yeah. Billy yeah. Boyd takes that scene. Also, fun fact: th- this is also what I had as my best scene. Yeah. But Billy Boyd wrote that song. <gasps> yeah, no way! I knew that. The yep. actor that plays oh, Pippin. Oh, yeah. I love that. So it meant a lot to him in his heart as well mm-hmm. to sing that. He made yeah. up the melody and the words. Oh, gosh, that's amazing. I love, love that. Uh, PV. Yeah, I had that one. <laughs> I just called you PV. <laughs> and I was like, like an yes, amplifier. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. I am here reporting for duty. Uh, that was also mine. Um, mm-hmm. <gasps> But it's on my, my list. honorable mention, it's a three for my honorable mention is uh, Sam holding uh, Frodo. They're, all, they're almost there. Mm. Mm. And he's like, do you remember this? Do you remember this? And he's mm. like, no, I'm naked in the dark. Oh, he, yeah. And he was like, well, let's. And then Sam is just like, because he, he also, yeah, he also is like, I'm so weak. Like they yeah. both, it's really hard to watch. Yeah. yeah but then is. in that moment, he's just like, well, it, it like fires him back up. It kind of gives him a second win because he's just like, okay, well, let's be rid of it then. Like, let's go. He's like, I, yeah. and then he says, I can't yeah. carry the ring, but I can carry you mm-hmm. and lifts him up. I started to, I put my hand over my mouth. I was like, <gasps> and I just tears started oh. streaming down my face. I mean, I, and I've said this before we even started recording these movies. I have never cried in a movie. Yeah, yeah. Like more at movies Mm -hmm. than I have at these. Maybe the only one that competes is when I was a teenager and I saw Default in Our Stars in theaters. (laughs) At the very end of that, I like leaned over the seat in front of me and just like wept. But that movie is literally designed to make people cry. Yes. Whereas this is just like a very powerful uh, moment. But that whole process of, of Sam trying to like kind of motivate him with his speech yeah. being like remember what we're fighting for and then Brodo's like that's not enough like yeah. I can't even I don't even remember what it right. what food tastes like yeah right. he's just like okay then I'm gonna carry you the rest of the way yeah. it's just like so powerful and you know what I was thinking I like I was just thinking about like people that I know in my life and I didn't say this because I probably couldn't even get it out but I, like Jay, I think that your brother would do that for you Jay yeah, he would and like I think like I I know people in my life that would do that for me and I think that that's what like made me like get so stirred up as yeah. I was just like, there are like real people that yeah. I know that yeah. would carry me up a mountain. Well, I think about mental, that's crazy. mental health too. Like, I don't think I'd be surprised if Tolkien was thinking about that. May, he was in world war one. So yeah. Yeah. maybe he, he you know, he had a lot of PTSD and he hmm. knew what this meant. But like, yeah, I think about that specifically with him saying, I don't remember it. Sam is, is more, let's say for the purpose of this analogy, he's neurotypical or he, yeah. d- he isn't damaged in the same way. Yeah. He's really grounded. Yes. But Frodo isn't. Frodo yeah. is hurt and Frodo is, is, is damaged and is hurting. Traumatized. And f- Sam saying the thing that he thinks that would get him out. Right. Yeah. yeah. If, if he, and it's like someone saying, you know, someone who's depressed being like, well, do this and do that and, and, you know, change this about your situation, you know, and mm-hmm. the person who has depression or anxiety or whatever is, is saying like, I don't, that doesn't work for me. That's not. Have you tried taking a deep breath? <laughs> right. <laughs> and like, that's, that's what the scene is to me where yeah. Sam is saying like, remember all this stuff? And Frodo's like, my, my brain can't even handle that. And Fr- and Sam's like, all right, then we move forward. Right. Then, yeah. you know, then all I can do. I'm going to do everything do, I possibly can. Yeah, all I can do is there. help. Yeah. yeah. And that's so powerful. Mm. Yeah. I love it. I wonder if there's, if there's a relationship that old J.R.R., uh, had in his life yeah. where mm. he he was either the Frodo or Sam. Yeah, yeah one of yeah. his friends from from the war. Yeah. yeah. That's something. People have 
very there's been a lot of speculation oh, as speculated. to like yeah what it was probably c.s lewis <laughs> <laughs> no like but what his wartime experiences yeah. like how, yeah. what came out of that into this yeah yeah probably a lot yeah uh my best scene okay i'm glad you guys said what you did because i have i have i'm i'm cheating here mm. <laughs> Cheater. i'm i was watching this and i'm just because i'm gonna say three but i'll tell you why <laughs> <laughs> I, you didn't even let Jess say one. But she said hers was ours. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, got you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got a three first, so he feels like he can take three. Hey, that's actually good. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for, uh, thank you for, for giving me scenes. that. Four total scenes, yeah. <laughs> um, so I, said, I wrote down, Denethor sends Faramir back out to Esgiliath yeah. and certain death. Yep. And then I said, and then like, five minutes go by and I'm like Gollum sets up Sam and turns Frodo against him it's that's the next scene mm. and then the next scene after that was the one we just talked about Faramir's suicide where Denethor stuffs his face and Pippin sings those three scenes happen in a row everything is falling apart yeah and, and I was like man this 20 minutes yeah. is like and this, peak movie yeah. <laughs> like yeah. this is such a good chunk of this movie and this whole movie I feel like is film Yes. Oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, Freudian slip. Uh, this whole thing is like just about our all is lost moment for the movie mm-hmm. is like there's nothing can go right after this. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. absolutely. Well, I love the structure of this movie because we've talked, we talk about Deus ex machinas, right? Yeah. Of these things, these it's like God's hand comes down and just plucks everyone. A lot of right. people talk about the eagles at the end of this movie, which I don't yeah. think is fair, but no, like, I, that's fine. But you could talk the men of the mountain. It's not very set up. It just happens out of nowhere. And then they come and they just win the battle. And I've heard a lot of people criticize that. A lot of people. I've probably heard two people criticize <laughs> that. They're like, oh, all of a sudden this dead army, this invincible dead army shows up that we didn't even know about. And then they win the battle. That's not fair. That's cheating. Like Tolkien's a lazy writer. But the, the what they're missing is that that's not the final battle. Right. No, it's not. It's mm-hmm. just the lead up to it. So like... I think from like writing rules standpoint, like he can do that because that battle is in a way just a stepping stone to the actual battle, which is Frodo getting Frodo up the hill. The ring, and yeah. like what you're talking about with like with Faramir going out and with Denethor and then with uh, with Pippin singing and then with Gollum turning Sam, that's the real winning and loss the win and loss yeah. of this movie are those moments. And so like, even though they don't look like the, like, cause most people would watch this and they'd say, Oh man, it's right. When the witch King, like when he has them on the ropes and then the riders of Rohan come in and they yeah. save the day. Right. That's the point. That's the, that's the turning point of the movie. That's the all is lost. And it's no. like, no, like right. it's, it's, if you look at the bigger, cause it's all about the ring it's and Mordor. It's a battle and war yeah. kind of thing. Yes. That's and I, that's one of the things I love about this story is it's just different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not, it it's not obvious where like the peaks and valleys are. I love yeah. that. It's so good. Not yeah. to mention, I should mention this. One of the biggest things, ding, 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 that people point like that people hate, not hate, but like. I hear brought up about that people that, most grieve. Yeah, is that the whole ending of this movie is super different than the end of the bo- of the book? Yeah, really. Uh, you guys are gonna if you don't know about this, you're gonna think I'm joking. But they go back to to the Shire, and the Shire is being run by this dude called Sharky. His name is Sharky. Okay. S H A R K Y. 
Okay. And he's kind of become this despot or the, like this ruler. And he's basically, he's brought these like thugs with him and they're running everything. And they're basically turned the Shire into like this kind of like a mafia run police state. What? And, Godfather part two. And, <laughs> and our four hobbits have to kind of organize a, a guerrilla warfare rebellion. Uh. This, this is like a whole chapter. And Sharky is actually Saruman. I hate that. After after Isengard was was uh, beaten by the by the Ents, he goes. He flees to the Shire because he needs to be like a ruler over somebody, and he sets up a little kingdom in the Shire. So then they have to they have to like defeat him. They have to like organize everybody, and they have to save the Shire. It's called the battle. I think it's called the Battle of the Shire, or the Battle of Hobbiton, and. Then at the very end, Grima Wormtongue, who's still his lackey, ends up killing him, as he does in the extended edition of this one, uh, or much much earlier. That's the ending of the book. Now, that's bad. It's very obvious (laughs) why they changed that. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Phoebe never would have come up with the name Sharky. No, 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 no. I never would have. Sharky. We would have been like, okay. (laughs) All right. Try again. Yeah. That's That's worse than than Dumple. That's worse than Dumple Stiltskin. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Anyway, I just wanted to mention that because I'm like, there, there are some things that like clearly they did do right with changing. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) With changing from the. Um, but I think it's just another example of how, like, the book, the the original story, is this really diff- different original yeah. thing, and I think so much of it they do end up keeping intact with this. They they resist the urge to make it all about the battle mm. and to make it super like Braveheart. Yeah, right. you yeah. Know? Yeah, I'm so glad they didn't do that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, cutting room floor. Mm. Uh, did you just give me your cutting room nope. floor? No. no. Okay, here we go. Cutting room floor. <laughs> uh, Jake, what do you got? What's a scene that we could cut out of this movie entirely? During the, the siege of Minas Tirith, mm-hmm. there is about, I want to say over a minute of just catapults. <laughs> and we see, you're laughing because you remember yeah. that it's yeah. a long it's scene. It's a lot of catapults. And it's like, we see a catapult rock fly into a wall of Minas Tirith. Then we see a catapult hit the ground yeah. in the orc army. Then we go back and it's just like a yeah. full man. Like we, one or two yeah. would have been cool. Yeah, three or four was yeah. like okay. Yeah, five, six, seven, yeah. eight. <laughs> we don't need. To it reminds see this you ever see yeah, Gettysburg? No, I haven't. Mm-hmm. So Gettysburg is obviously it's about the Battle of Gettysburg in Pennsylvania, yeah. but it is like the whole point of the movie is that it's like the most faithful exact replica of this battle and they they like it's a researched it to the nth degree and like pickett's charge which was like this big formation this big uh charge during the battle they spend i'm not kidding it might be 15 minutes mm-hmm. just wow. watching guys march wow because it's like, wow. see, they're marching exactly like they did on that day. They're Which is just it. walking. So you watch 15 minutes of a bunch of dudes walking. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's like, crazy. I think some military guys, are, it's super cool. Yeah. Like if you're really into it, yeah. but you're just like, as a as a viewer, you're just like, okay, like, yeah. Okay. Listen. There you, they go. You tell me that you researched it. You tell me that you got it exactly right. right. I believe, I believe you. you. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to research Let's it. Let's advance the plot now. Yeah. They have catapults. They have catapults. Right. Yeah. Great. Yes. We got it. Yeah. yeah. That's anyway. great. 
All right, mm. uh, Phoebe Scott. That's my Christian name. <laughs> cutting room floor. Um, cutting room floor. I know that you guys are so sick of hearing me talk about how much I hate Arwen, but I'm going <laughs> to say it again. The thing, um, especially at the very end, when um, uh, Aragorn is being kind of uh, christened, coronated, coronated christened yeah. is totally a different That's than a coronation. Christian thing. That's um, how you got your Christian name. Yes, so, so real. <laughs> um, coronation, when he's the coronation is happening. He's becoming king. King yeah. is returning, return to the king. Um, and then Arwen is like, they're like, surprise, here's your lady. I just feel like yeah. it means nothing. Yeah. Like I, they make out in front of everybody. Gross. Not the point. Mm-hmm. Like if you guys were going to make out, like do it earlier. Like mm-hmm. this is not about yeah. you guys' little love story. This is story. not a tongue kiss moment. No, it's not. And we just all have to watch it. And she's like, oh my God. And she's like crying. And I'm like, I literally couldn't care less about you. I couldn't at all. <laughs> I literally wish you had elf died two movies ago. <laughs> elf died. I just like. I like how you've invented yeah. this term and just keep bringing it back. Yeah. She's elf. Like, can I you wish you had elf died. So I wish long you ago. had elf died two movies. I really do. Um, especially when like the point of that scene is that the real heroes are the yeah. hobbits. Right. No, I feel of course. Like, and obviously like that moment is poignant no matter what, but yeah. I feel like if it had gone, like he walks from, the throne to everybody is bowing to him. Yeah. And then he, and then there's no tongue kiss and he gets to the, and they <laughs> like just skip that all together to the hobbit. And they, bow, like that, that would have it been so much more meaningful. The pacing of that would have been so much better. Just I agree. Get her that, out of here. Having her, her in the middle here. is, I, I said earlier and I still stand by, I think this is the most, Eowyn is a dynamic female character. She has motivations. Yes, she she has like, yes, she has she dreams. Rocks. Arwen is not. Arwen is just the love interest. So yes. like that's okay. Like it's a it's part of his. It's part of Aragorn's character is that right. he's sure. in love with this elf lady. Mm-hmm. And like I do feel like this is the one scene where it makes sense though because sure. she is just the love interest. So right. it's like of course they need to at least they need to have their happily ever mm-hmm. after. That is the only. I feel like that's the only context in which she actually does serve the story. Sure, which is unfortunate, but yes. like. I do. I do agree that it should have been somewhere. I else, I think it though. should have been totally somewhere. Yeah. Else. They totally. Cr- there's no way. I don't remember yeah. exact sequence in the yeah. book. There's no way that that's in the book. Right. Yeah. You know, even like, it like has to be right crammed. before. Even if he's yes. getting dressed and she comes right. yeah. to him. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, "Wow!" And they have a moment, and yeah, then she's just there. Yeah. It's yeah. too like, much. Yeah. It's too much. It's way too much, and mm-hmm. it doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't matter as much as anything else that's going on in that. Yeah. Scene. I I think you're I totally right. Thank yeah. you. I love being right. <laughs> uh, my cutting room floor, fun fact, is Eowyn. <laughs> you okay? These girls hate girls. <laughs> um, <laughs> only I'm, these two girls. And I actually don't hate And Eowyn. they're I the only think, two girls in the movie. <laughs> no, I just think that they're bad additions. Yeah, they are. <laughs> it's like well, them and, real, but, I mean, yeah. and Rosie, but she's not there. <laughs> she has no lines. Yeah. Um, yeah, her storyline could have been entirely cut out. Like, I know that she kills the Witch King of Agmar, Angmar, mm-hmm. but um, a, a hobbit could have done that. He's not a man. Yeah. Sure, yeah. I see that. Just get rid of her altogether. Yeah. All just, women just, in this movie, get out. I just hard disagree. I love Eowyn as a character. There's okay. also, well, like, I did the, too, yeah. like, Arwen gave up her, her immortality in order to be with Aragorn, and then he's off flirting with some other king's well, niece. For the record, Mm-mm. he did think that Arwen was gone. He did think because Arwen told him, "I'm going," you know, or be, he he basically tells her, "You need to go, yeah, and, and be immortal." So yeah. he thought she was gone, but he, he moved on but very quickly, though. Yeah, no, the he, Ross and Rachel of it all. No, hold on. 
he does not move on very quickly. He he do, he passes up Eowyn even though he thinks that Arwen is gone because he can't get over Arwen. That's right. Because like a as, notable thing. Yeah, as he goes into the mountain, he basically that's his breakup with Eowyn essentially. Yeah, but yeah. we don't need any of this. <laughs> <laughs> do, do without it. This is cutting her floor. I'm like, cut it. Cut it. Cut Eowyn. I mean, we don't I, need him to have a love I interest. I respect your opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Thank I respect you your yeah. opinion. I, respect but I just very hard disagree. That's okay. You're yeah. allowed to. Yeah. That's what this podcast literally is. You're right. Yeah. We disagree so much on this podcast. Yeah. yeah. This is what we're here for. She, you know, and at the end of the day, she's a pretty blonde girl. And as we know, Jake loves pretty blonde girls. <laughs> yeah. There I she is. I think she's a great, she strong loves. female character. <laughs> she is. I do true. too. She's I think amazing. she's the best. She's by far the best female character. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Again, Gladriel. Phoebe just wants you to call anything. her pretty. I do really bad. Please on the microphone. <laughs> please, please, please. Please on the For the record. Call me pretty on the microphone, please. So, no, but. He's here's the thing. Here's the, th- <laughs> here's the thing. I'm begging. Here's the thing. Eowyn is part of the best love story in the entire story, but they cut it out of this movie. Oh. Because after the battle, Faramir, remember he almost dies, but he's brought mm-hmm. back after he's saved. Denethor doesn't light him on fire. Mm-hmm. He's recuperating in like the, whatever, the infirmary. You remember her arm gets crushed mm-hmm. when yes. she's battling the king, so she's in the infirmary. Yeah. There's this series of scenes as the everyone, you know, Aragorn leads everyone off to the Black Gate to to do that final battle. Yeah. There's a series of scenes of the two of them walking in this garden together as two like these warriors who have been wounded in this battle, and they fall in love, and they end up in the end, they end up like, and then it becomes this this link between Gondor and Rohan. I like that match. Yeah, I love that. I yeah, too. and that is in the, there's, uh, there's that's present in the extended edition yeah. a little more. Okay. I think, I think that might have done it for you, maybe. Yeah, either mm-hmm. cut it all the way, or go right. for it that. all the way. They but, have a yeah. look at that end scene. They're like next to each other. That's the extent of it in the yeah, theatrical that's embarrassing. edition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, that's just me defending Eowyn's character too, being like she, even in her love story that she does have, it's actually, I think, really earned and really yeah. good. Mm. Um, probably the only one that, I don't know, I think is, is good from this. Very um, true. If but, we have to pick a woman, I'm picking Eowyn, definitely. Yeah. If we have to pick, I also pick Eowyn. But, yeah. <laughs> but also I want her out. <laughs> <laughs> I would pick Gladriel, but that's okay. She's very... She has a very interesting life. Your cutting room floor, Joel. My cutting room floor... I don't want to cut this, guys. Oh. You have to. But I'm saying... Well, then just if we had to, the criteria. We, no, I'm saying... <laughs> I'm saying I'd love this part of the movie... But we could totally cut it out, and it wouldn't do anything. Oh, gotcha! It's the opening. It's Smeagol and Deagle. Like Agreed. we, uh, we've heard Smeagol's backstory. This isn't really showing, telling us anything new. It's just giving us a a depth up to his character, and mm. it's we don't need it. So sure, I agree. Yeah, that makes sense. I would hate to cut that out, but we could. Yep. Very true. Okay, if okay. we cut that, we also have to cut him saying murderer. Yep. Yeah. Do it. But okay, great. <laughs> yeah. snip, snip. We can e- very easily snip, snip. cut that out. All right. Imaginary also, deleted scenes. Also, Sm- Gollum has killed tons of people under, yeah. that, under that mountain. And orcs. They do imply that he has tasted orc flesh. Yes. <laughs> uh, imaginary deleted scene uh, opposite. So opposite of cutting room floor, what's a scene that we would have loved to have? Them's don't Jake. taste very nice, do they, Precious? <laughs> no. Anyway, my imaginary deleted scene. Um, I want a little bit um, like maybe even just one scene of these these 
what are the cre- the elephant creatures? What are they called? They're Olifants. not. They're not. Oh. Mooma kill. Mooma kill. Mooma kill. Those guys. I think a scene with those guys. With the the people. Yeah, that group. Yeah. I think could have been cool. Yeah. To just see them. Yeah. Like maybe their leader is like questioning whether they should do this or not. Yeah. Maybe you know. How did they choose their side? Yeah. Yeah. I I I think it could. I think they look cool. I think yeah. the those yeah. elephant creatures are really cool. So I don't know. Yeah, their aesthetic could have cool. could have been a cool another just a minute or yep. two with them. One yeah. of the I biggest like criticisms of Tolkien's work, and by the way, I think the closest we get to that is when Member Saruman in Fellowship is like telling all of the like the the guys or the or maybe the second one where he's telling all the the kind of nomadic people like yeah, take yeah, your yeah. land back. Yeah. That's kind of what these guys are. They're just, they're these other. Yeah. But um, one of the things that Tolkien's work is criticized the most for is that, is like being kind of xenophobic. Like everybody is presumed to be white. The orcs yeah. are bad guys. They're just a race. Like none of them are good. Right. And then uh, these other people, they're, they're described as being like different color skin or different colored hair than other people. And they're all bad guys. They're all like mm-hmm. allied with Sauron. Tribal yep. paint. That smells um, a little so, iffy. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I mean, so that's definitely obviously a very valid criticism. And I, sure. I would attribute it to the fact that Tolkien was in the, he lived in England in the early 20th century. Yeah, and like sure. He yeah. wasn't exposed to other cultures. I assume that if you wrote it today, it would be much different. It'd be but, very different. And I, yeah. and, but I realize that that's wishful thinking, and we can't say that for sure. No. Nope. But that that's a that's a valid criticism. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Definitely. I agree that they're cool, though. I yes. like the um. They're I like their crazy like giant platforms on the back of those. Yeah, things. and they have like yeah. the cool stuff on their face. Yeah, Sorry. like tattoos yeah, yes. and stuff. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, imaginary deleted scene, Phoebe. Um, this was I was hard pressed actually to think of a deleted scene because there's so much in this movie. Like yeah. I feel like if there was a scene, right. it's, it's up in here. Would you believe there's another hour? <laughs> no, oh I would not. That's crazy. Um, I just I want to know more about Eowyn. Like I I just want to know more about her. I want yeah. I want to. Uh, she's just again like very dynamic female character, and I already think that she's really cool. Like it's very heavy Mulan vibes, and I love that. Yeah. I would like to know a little bit more about her. And this love story that you mentioned, I just want like, I am a sucker for a good love story and I feel like there isn't one in this movie. I don't I don't particularly think that it needs it. Right. Um, I would have loved if we just knew more about Eowyn and none of it had anything to do with the fact that she was in love with anybody. Yeah. Right. That would be awesome. Um, right on. So yeah, yeah, just like more about who she is and her motivations because like we, totally. hear, we hear that she... You know, when she says she only fears a cage, like she has these dreams, like she doesn't want to be seen as like someone that needs to be protected or someone yeah. who's weak. Yeah. So we know that about her, yeah. but we don't have any kind of origin story of like where that desire comes from. For sure. So I think I would yeah. really like to say that. Yeah. That's totally valid. I'm for it. Yeah. <laughs> My uh, imaginary deleted scene is I would like to see the army of the dead defecting. Like, Ooh. how did they get to be who they are now? So a little more backstory on them. Because okay. we know, like, they made an oath and then they, like, hadn't fulfilled it. And so now they're ghosts. Green, green so, like, tell that in a flashback instead, yeah, yeah. Of, instead of Legolas, like, exposition? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I would yeah, like to see that. Yeah, that could have been cool. Because there's a lot of that. I mean, there's a lot of narrated flashbacks. Yeah. Because yeah. I think that's basically the curse of the Black Pearl. <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it kind of is. I yeah. Get that. Very similar. Mine, I have the same thing. Um, I have a secondary one though, so I'll 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 let that roll too. But yeah. um yeah, set up the army of the dead thing better. I think 
even though, as I said, I think it's totally acceptable because it's not the final battle. Right, right. Yeah. But it kind of, the same thing with the book, it kind of comes out of nowhere. They're up there, you know, mustering the forces to, to go help Gondor and someone's like, hey, by the way, remember this whole, there's like a cursed dead army that the king of Gondor, like has to relieve of their oath and that they owe you and then you are now have the sword that is the only thing that command them we should go and then it's like the next scene he's like hey come with me and then just in the nick of time like it however you slice it it just feels like out of nowhere and so it feels like it would be way better if we set that up maybe in the first movie or something Mm. like so we it was just in the back of our minds just even a even a mention of it yeah, I guess it was the first war against Sauron that Elrond and Isildur f- fought in. I think it was that. I think they, that's what it's supposed to be. They were supposed to like go and help. Yeah. Uh, so I will. So I'll jump on Jess's, but I also say, and this one doesn't count because it's not imaginary. <laughs> but uh, to Jake's when he was talking about the Witch King's death, um, I said, "Let the route of Minas Tirith progress further before Rohan shows up." This is the part where I. Really, it shook me because I was getting ready for a certain series of scenes, mm-hmm. and they didn't—they were just gone from the movie because I'm so yeah. used to the extended edition. But like, when those orcs get in through the wall and they start like running up the different tiers of the city, it's like terrifying, and they're right. taking yeah, everybody. Yeah. And Pippin is running, and all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, I remember those scenes. There's so much more, and then the Witch King, and then that thing that I said where like the Witch King makes everybody terrified, you yeah. really see that. Yeah. He shows up, the sh- the sky gets darker, and him and Gandalf face off on the top of the city. Yeah, the and Witch King at one point says like, leave the wizard to me, I will break him. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And oh no, what of the wizard? I will break him. Yes. So and so good. more of, I think more explanatory backstory of him actually gets kind of released here. And like, we just see the their plight is way worse in the extended yeah. version. Mm-hmm. And then, as he's about to kill Gandalf, basically, you hear the horn of Gondor or, yeah. or, or Rohan. You yep. hear them show up, and so it, their arrival also has so much more kind of meaning. So anyway, I I'm just like that one's not imaginary, but I'm like mm-hmm. I just I was so I was shocked when I watched it this time. I yeah. forgot that that was gone, and it really does change the yeah you for know, sure the, the battle. The Battle of the Pelennor or Pelennor Field, as yeah. they call it. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, unsung hero, guys. Who is the actor that we thought gave the best performance that's not in the top five on IMDb? Or in this case, Ian McKellen, Elijah Wood, Sean Astin, Viggo Mortensen, and Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler's on the top five. <laughs> uh, I don't want to talk about it. Billy Boyd. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Yep. Great. Fantastic. That's mine too. So good. I love that little man. Love that little man. That's yours too? Yep. Mm -hmm. Mine is John Noble as Denethor. That's also mine. His performance is moving and poignant. It's I mean, he takes his time and he's so good. I think that's one of these things. If we can look back to the second movie in this one, it's Brad Dorif. Yeah. I mean, I know these are my two picks, but like him as Grima. And then John Noble as Denethor. Yeah. They're these bad guys. They're captivating. Yep. They're like despicable. Yes. And you can't look away from them. And they're they do great. like, they do subtly gross things. Like yes. wiping your nose is not disgusting. <laughs> right. However, he does it gross. Yeah. <laughs> and eating then, a tomato. Yeah. Eating a tomato <laughs> and chicken wings. Not gross. Right. <laughs> However, he, oof, 
He's doing it as his son rides to death. To his death. Yeah, yeah. Like, right. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. So good. I, I love the character too. I think yeah. even even without the acting, it's a great character and he elevates it. Yeah. Best quotes. Yeah. This is, I found... Round Robin on this one? Plenty, yeah. Plenty of most great quotes. One. Oh, really? Yeah. Me too. I found that the last one, I had an easier time with the last one coming with quotes. All right, go, go, Jake. Run, Shadow Facts. Show us the meaning of haste. <laughs> yes. Yep. I love that. Um... Pippin saying, I don't want to be in a battle, but waiting on the edge of one I can't escape is even worse. Mm. That's a Taylor Swift lyric. Yeah, so true. I'm not a princess. It's very much White Horse. (laughs) (laughs) She instantly knows what song. I do. (laughs) That's great. Um, The tunnel. one I have is uh, at the beginning when Gimli shows up, when they show up at Isengard and the two hobbits are just there like smoking their pipe weed and like eating apples and stuff. And <laughs> Gimli's like making fun of him. He's like, it looks like you've just been here stuffing your face or whatever. And uh, and they, they and what is, I think it's Mary. It's which, Mary. Yeah, Mary, Mary says. He says, uh, no, have your fill uh, of the master's stores. Uh, the salted pork is particularly, particularly good. <laughs> and then Gimli goes, salted, salted pork. pork. <laughs> <laughs> he just says, salted pork. They found his Achilles heel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. This guy loves bacon. I'll tell you what. <laughs> they found his Achilles heel. Yeah. Good one, Jess. Uh, I love Jake, that. you got another? another one? Yeah, I have a okay. bunch. Um, Aragorn running through the city, yelling, "The beacons are lit!" And he bursts in, bursts into the the hall. He says, "The beacons are lit." Gondor calls for aid, and there's this long pause as mm. we like look at Theoden. Yeah, and he says, yeah. "Because earlier in the movie, yeah, we were like yeah. not sure if he was going to like, go. Why, why would we help? Right?" Him? And he yeah. says, "And Rohan will answer." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jake <laughs> was yeah. sitting right here on this couch. <laughs> you get up and, and you dance. was like, "Yes." <laughs> yeah! <laughs> he was yes. like freaking yeah. out. Yeah. I love it. I think it, he like dude. stood up. Yeah. It's so good. That's awesome. It's like so touchdown yeah. arms. Yeah. It's when your home team gets the touchdown yes. Yes. that they so needed in the fourth right. quarter. Uh, yeah. 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 That's great. Um, we have no songs for great halls and evil times right before Pippin starts singing. Ooh. And, uh, that's a great line. Yeah. Then <laughs> <Denethor> is like, <laughs> sing to me anyway. He's yeah. like being so gross. Oh, that line? Yeah. Denethor's line there? Yeah. What does he say? He goes, he goes, he says, surely he says something like, surely you have something. And then he turns back to his food, to his food. And he just, it's this, it's the casualness of how he says it. He goes, come sing me a song. Right. Like his face is kind of like, he's eating. He's like, come sing me a song. Like he's bored. Yeah. Yeah. He's bored. He just sent his son to his death for no reason. He doesn't care. He's so detached. He just turns on the TV. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he's doing. He's just putting on Animal Planet. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Right, but right before Pippin is like bearing his soul yes. to yeah. no one, because yeah. no yes. one is even paying attention. He's background yes. noise. It just like hurts so bad. Uh, yeah. Uh. Best scene in Lord of the Rings. Literally, <laughs> the You're bard, right. the bard's curse. <sighs> um, <laughs> the bard's curse. 
Uh, Look, we know, we know, we know, we know. know. (laughs) Um, Gollum to Sam uses sarcasm, and he says, "Fat Hobbit is always so polite." I love that. I love it. Yeah, I love Gollum being fat phobic is one of the one of the funniest things in this movie. He is like, he is a body shamer. He literally is, and I'm like, when you look like that, girl. (laughs) Wow, really? You're going to talk about how I look? Bold. You barely have hair. Shave your head or don't. <laughs> a clear sign of anorexia, by the way. Losing one's hair. Oh, yeah. The guy needs help. Yeah. Uh, Eat some bread, brother. Yeah. Uh, yes. He's clearly he's like, eating. He's, he's just eating. <laughs> he's just so eating raw fish. Raw fish. <laughs> <laughs> so juicy and so sweet. He's a pescatarian. <laughs> he's a pescatarian. Yeah. Uh, and rabbits. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought um, there's another. There's another golem thing where. He accuses Gollum of sneaking, yes. and he keeps being like, "Gollum's not sneaking." And then he he's like, "They have this long." You know, Sam he's yeah. confronting him, and then Sam just woke up. It's right after Gollum totally sabotaged him. Yeah, and he goes, "All right, you just startled me, is all." What were you doing anyway? And Gollum goes, sneaking. Oh, so good! <laughs> it's yeah. hilarious. It's great. Uh, my last one is. Um, I'm so sorry. We're I'm so sorry. Is going to be announced one. after Jake. Correct. Go ahead. After my great grandmother yeah. used to say, after me, you can be first. So I will be going. Um, <laughs> it's, I will not say do not weep for not all tears are an evil. Mm. Crying is cool, guys. Public crying, Gandalf. even cooler. Even cooler. Releases the toxins it in your really body. It really does. It's so healthy for you. So good for your skin. There's so many pre-war speeches in yeah, this yeah. movie that mm-hmm. I just absolutely love. Um, yeah. Theoden and Aragorn. Yeah, both yeah. give yeah. really good ones. Uh, but the night before, when th- the night before they ride out, they see Aragorn leaving, mm-hmm. and they're like, "He's leaving because there's no hope for us." Yeah, he says, "We can't defeat Mordor, or, um, the armies of Mordor." Mm-hmm. And Theoden says, "No, we cannot. Mm. But we will ride. Well, we, we will meet them in battle, nonetheless." Yeah. <laughs> so like, oh, no, great. we have no hope, but we're gonna go out there and fight. Yeah, yeah. it's That's amazing. I love that. We do, do the right thing. Yes. Go ahead. Uh, I'm glad to be with you, Samwise Gamgee, here at the end of all things. Oh, so mm. good. It's just so good. Because he's like able to like f- to like feel again. Yeah. He's yes. like able to have an emotion again Absolutely. because the ring is gone. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. That's ding. straight from the book, ding, ding. I, I love, love that. It. It's nice. good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Do you have any more? I have one. Say Go. It. I'm ready. Of all the quotes in this movie, this is the one that I don't think I cried, cried, cried. I actually had like real tears in my eyes during this, but I, it I got, you up. I got choked every time. Actually, I think I've seen this. I movie. got choked. Just choked me. I got, oh, I got no. choked. She snuck up behind me. <laughs> no. Full Nelson. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, it's Theoden as he dies, and the whole. He. This is why I think this is why I reacted so strongly to just to you saying how annoying he was because he is annoying. Yeah, and he's a little pansy. Yep. <laughs> he's a little pansy. And he's, oh no, they're winning. Let's let's not fight anymore. No, let's and just, he, no, 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 no. Let's just get he out of here. He flip flops mm-hmm. again. Once again, remember in the in the book, he is not magically. <laughs> I know, no, I know. Once again, remember. Now, <laughs> <laughs> um, once again, remember in the in the in the first edition. No, <laughs> remember it's not a magical thing. Like Saruman has just convinced him, so he's yeah. a weak man. Theoden yeah. is a weak man, mm-hmm. but he goes and, like you said, he goes 
even though he's he's like even if we even if this is our death we're going to it and at the end as he's dying in Eowyn's arms he says I go to my father's in whose mighty company I shall now not feel ashamed uh, so uh, good and then he yeah, says Eowyn great. and then dies yeah. yeah so good it's amazing so good he you know just the way that's phrased I do think phrased, he gets the redemption in yes. whose mighty company I shall now not feel ashamed it's incredible because it I shows it. that he's been deeply insecure this whole time. Yes. The Lord of the Rings movies do yes. such a good job of making sure that everyone gets yes. re- everyone gets redemption. Yes. Everyone. Even people that seem to not matter. Like, mm-hmm. we don't really care about Theoden that much. Right. But we are shown that he, all of his actions come from a place of deep insecurity. And even though, yeah. like... Like, like it's like I said in uh, the last episode, he still feels like that crusty, cursed version of himself on the yeah. inside. And so it's just like, and there are like repeatedly throughout this trilogy, it's like everyone gets a moment. Grima Wormtongue, yeah, gets redemption. He does. Yeah. He kills Saruman. He kills Saruman. Yeah. 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 Even though we don't see that, and I just think yeah. that it's so cool that it's not just like we're left. No, yeah. we're left not knowing if this person's kind of storyline wrapped yes. up. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Tolkien I think it's awesome. knows people, and yeah. I think that's the that's yeah. the real because all this is super cool. There's the languages, and there's the elves, and there's the uh-huh. lore, mm-hmm. and there's the magic. But like, he knows people, and that's the beating heart of this whole thing. Yeah. Is that he just like we? I didn't know that when I was a kid, but like watching these stories, I felt that I felt these uh-huh. redemption arcs and stuff. It's I, so grounded. So, so good. I can understand how this started as a language because when you build a language, you you basically are deciding what do we need to be able to communicate to each other? Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. That's amazing. Jess. That's <laughs> maybe the best take of all three episodes today. All right. I, thanks for joining us folks. <laughs> Being on the other end of that laugh is the best feeling. <laughs> the hardest Joel has ever laughed on the podcast. Maybe. <laughs> You, were, you, were, you moved to it so quick. All right, thanks. <laughs> Jess is like, okay, high, high, high point, high moment. We're, we're clearly done. <laughs> wow. Woo. Okay, uh, one more. Uh, one, you, Jade's got a couple more. I have oh, given yeah. my quote of the movie and for the last two, and this is like this is the point of the movie. Sort yeah, of yeah. And here is Aragorn's. It's a longer quote, so I'm going to read it. But I'm ready. Yeah. It's Aragorn's speech as they are um, about to. There being the diversion for Frodo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sons of Gondor of Rohan, my brothers, I see in your eyes the same fear that would take the heart of me. A day may come when the courage of men fails, when we forsake our friends and break all bonds of fellowship. But it is not this day. An hour of wolves and shattered shields Hmm. when the age of men comes crashing down. But it is not this day. This day we fight by all that you hold dear on this good earth. I bid you stand, men of the West. Yeah. Mic drop. drop. That's great. I love that. And this is totally movie. Like I'm pretty sure Peter Jackson and his writing partners... Or is it Just totally film? Wrote that. <laughs> you meant this, was, this wasn't in that wasn't yeah, in not, the, not in the books at all. Yeah. I love. Yeah, that, that was it was perfect. It was awesome. Um, it's a really cool moment. Theoden gives a good one too. Spears will be shaken. Yeah, shields shall be splintered. Mm. A sword day, a red day, ere the sun rises. 
He says, ride for ruin and for the world's ending. Death! <laughs> oh my God, that's so good. Ride for the, what is it? R- ride for ruin and for ride ruin. for the world's ending. For the world's ending and then just screams death. death. I, at first, I was like, that's why incredible. are they screaming death? That's crazy. Yeah. But then I was like, no, they, they got rage. They're going to die. Yeah. They are, fi- yeah. they are yeah. like, they're just like fired up to die yep. for their country, yeah. <laughs> which is crazy. Yeah. Yep. Woo. All right. Uh, film or movie? I'm so I, glad you has, Let me just say, has anyone changed their stance in contrast to the last two? My ratio is different. Mine too. Okay, great. So, <laughs> film. <laughs> film and what? How? What percentage? Sure. This are one you? is more. I, I. This is definitely more film. Yeah. Than, than the last one. I'll say same. I'm like eighty percent film on this. Agree. One. Mm. Yeah, Phoebe. I'm 50-50 movie and film. Okay. Me too, Phoebe. <gasps> oh my god, we're so aligned. We're so, so we're so aligned. This yeah. one is like it's the end of the saga, so it feels like it has less commercial value almost yes. than the other ones. I, know? I think, Fellowship is the most filmy. I think this one is the next. Okay, and then Two Towers. For this one, I said that. I, I wrote movie, but I could be convinced of film. Like it, yeah. Yeah. it really is 50, 50, 50, uh-huh. 50 could go either way, but yeah. it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful movie. Yeah. 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 Uh, personal rating. Mine's a five. Jake, five. Jake's five. Five. Nice. Four. Oh, oh no. <laughs> uh, why? <laughs> no, you're just going to have to live with that. Because <laughs> no, of um, AON. <laughs> <laughs> it's because of Awen. No, there. I mean, there are a lot of things that I didn't like about it that that made me feel like bad about it. So you know, the names. It's so hard to track everything that's going yeah. going on with whom and where, uh, and then it's also uh, uh, so many plot points. There, it's just. Yeah. Story, it's very lot. story rich, and it's almost too much for me. So okay. like, yeah, uh, remembering the story that's happening, and then whose name it's happening yeah. to and then where it's happening. Right. You guys keep saying Minas Tirith and I like, that's the one that I keep forgetting. I'm like, uh, okay, got it. Yep. Yeah. Right. yeah. Like it takes it's a hard. It's tough. There's a lot of places. Yeah. Osculeth, Minas Tirith, you know, all these. Yeah. Yeah. And for yeah. me, that's frustrating. So I'm yeah. like, yeah, I understand. Four. Yeah. No, it's, it's very valid. Yeah. I feel this one is a five for me, which was surprising for me when I was like, mm. I was like thinking about it and I was like, no, this is five. Cause I felt fellowship is my favorite. Mm hmm. But I think I would enjoy rewatching this one more than I would rewatching Fellowship because of the super, the very rich, like happy ending. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. think it wraps up really, really nicely. And I think it's a great balance of like emotional moments and like action, actionable I agree. moments. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I think the experience of watching this one was a five. Great. Right on. I think yeah. also like, it's a happy ending, but I think it's also it's yeah. it's really sad. Like Frodo yeah. is ruined. Yeah. He's got, he's yeah. a wrecked person. He, he can like, never go. He can never go home. He's got so his, they give him his scar. This, yeah, from the ring wraith. They let him go with them to the undying lands. Yeah. yeah, that's that's huge. No one else other than elves has ever been. Bilbo, right. you know. No, I'm saying until then because they let him and Bilbo both go. Yeah, yeah, that's huge. That's awesome. Yeah. Critical rating five. Four point. Five. What had you written down? What have I written down? As your critical rating? Oh, I just changed it. From? Like in my head, I had um, 4.5 and 4. Oh, so, I but, see. So I okay. just bumped everything up a half. Okay. Uh, I gave it a critical rating of three and a half. Oh, Unpopular. Wow. That is very, that is a very unpopular opinion. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, Just mine. for the same reasons? Uh, no, for different reasons. Actually. Okay, would you share them with the class, please? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yes, for the reason that I said, but also, I like movies that you can watch standalone. Yeah. If, my, if I go to my friend's house and they're watching Ghostbusters 2, and I haven't seen Ghostbusters, the first one, I want to be able to just like pick it up. This one, mm-mm. Yeah. You cannot watch this. That's fair. I think when we were watching one of the Avengers movies, Doctor Who... Doctor Strange, most recently. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen any Doctor Who in my life. <laughs> Doctor Who? Uh, when we were watching Strange. the most recent Doctor Strange movie. Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this is so insider material at this point that yeah. like, if you're trying to get into this Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. You've got to start from the beginning. Yeah. yeah. At this point. I So I, I and respect. And it would put people off. I respect that. And I think that. this movie could put people off of the trilogy and it's I get that. so worth it but, to start at the beginning. Right. Sorry. How could it put people off of the trilogy, though? Like, you can't have a trilogy without a third movie. So that I feel like you if you start with the if you like casually see the third movie, you're like, that's too much for me. I so don't, you're saying, yeah. but I'm, I guess what I'm saying Stop is yelling at me. <laughs> <laughs> I guess what I'm hearing though is that you're saying that this is a bad movie if you don't watch the other two. So I'm like, but what if you have watched the other two? Mm. Oh, then it's great. It's a five, and that's why. I think for yeah, for I'm the critical, assuming. I think I think we need to define wait. our terms, please. Yeah. yeah. Well, I I just think that it has to be considered in the in the body of work. Yeah. Okay. I, I would think so, but I mean, any sequel. Yeah. Whatever. I'm like okay. Sp- Spider Man Two. We did Spider Man Two, and I'm like, I wouldn't judge that in a vacuum either. Right. We can't complain that we don't know the How character. Spider-Man got his right. Yeah, yeah. Because okay, I'll change my critical rating to a four and a half. Thank I I have been convinced. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason that the half star is off is because of the same reason sure, in my personal. Sure. It's because okay. they a tool that people use in movies is to just repeat names over and over, and they don't use that tool often enough in this. <laughs> right. In this sure. one. I guess. To your point. That's very fair. To okay. your point, Jess. Hi. Hi. Uh, I will say that I felt put off by this trilogy mm-hmm. i may never have watched it like this if not for this podcast and maybe and probably because of some of those feelings that you're citing so there yeah. is some merit to that where it does feel like so overwhelming okay and it is at first like there are sure. friends there are friends of mine that i know yeah who like are never going to watch these movies because they feel like it's too much to ingest yeah and it kind of it is a lot i definitely at this point think that it's worth it but i understand like just kind of coming in at even like the middle of fellowship even if you mm. had your friend pause and be like okay this is what's happening it yeah. still would feel like a yeah. lot yeah so yeah, i see yeah. i see where you're coming from on that yeah. i get that for sure yeah that's totally sure. i totally get that okay i think i would have had a problem if it you know if we hadn't redefined the terms yeah i mean like well it's got to you know yeah. it's got to be more than three and a half but my personal stays at a four yeah um, for sure yeah. Yeah. yeah okay yeah, great definitely respect M- minds of minds of five i Critical. think this yeah yeah it, it is, I think, as a third movie of a trilogy, I think it does everything you'd ever need it to do. I think it, it is the has the most emotional weight by far mm. of any of these movies. It is very heavy. I it would looks say... the best. I think like the, the things that they pull off as far as shots, as far as the battles, as far as the scale of it, incredible. Mm-hmm. And I think and I just and I love I think Sam is maybe the best character oh. of the whole yes. series and this is his time to shine. Yep. I think yeah. Sean Astin maybe maybe the best performance of the whole series. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's the it's the gold it's the golden standard. This, more than Andy Circus. Yeah, 
Well, I don't. I don't know if I agree and, with that. Andy yeah. Circus does more. I'd say like pyrotechnics. Like he does more crazy stuff, and it's more groundbreaking and important long term. But as far as like human pathos and and emotion, I, I'm going with Sam. Yeah, he, it's totally a different metric. I it feel. is. I would. They're yeah, very different. I characters. think that. it's hard to compare. So, them. and that's why I, I'm like, yeah, you know, unsung the hero performances are very different. Unsung I think hero in yeah. different categories. Yes. They each win. Yeah, yeah. I would totally say Andy Circus or the, some of those other guys, but. If we're talk, talking the stars of the movie, I'm like, you can't ask more from... And especially for a guy who's been doing this for so long, has done so many different roles, and has, by all accounts, done a great job in a lot of these roles, he found his thing. He found yeah. the thing that I think I will, and most people, I think, will remember him forever for. Yeah. And he's already Rudy... You know, the, like, he's which already, I did start chanting when he started yeah. hearing Frodo. He's yes. already, uh, Stranger Things, well. yeah. Stranger Things Season 2. Yeah. Like... He he already has these like cultural touchstone roles and Goonies? I'm like Goon like <laughs> but he is I mean he's Sam. He yeah. Is. So, yeah. Yeah, he found he found the the puzzle to which he was the missing piece. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um eleven Oscars. This uh I remember mm. us the uh, final final behind the scenes thing probably. Yeah. Probably. We we're watching it's an incredible journey as you watch their making of these movies because they're just blazing trails and pushing themselves. And they hadn't won they won a couple technical kind of Oscars, but they felt as if kind of the whole movie world was waiting to see if they'd actually be able to stick the landing. Yeah. And this one best picture. Yeah. And again, as what seemed at the time to them, the people making it like the world's biggest home movie, because <laughs> sure. it did feel like mm. this labor of love that yeah. they were just making up as they went. Like that had to have been just like the craziest feeling in the world to win best, the best picture and 10 more Oscars Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. with this thing. It's, it's That's just a critical like, five. If I've ever heard it. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to like say, say because of that, that's why, but I'm, no. it's just, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's such a feat that a movie like this one best yeah. picture. Yeah. The yeah. third the, in a trilogy. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. A fantasy. Yeah. Trilogy. This versus yeah. like, Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or Twilight or something, yeah. you know, or like something that like, or Hunger Games would be a better example. Like if, yeah. if Hunger Games catching fire part two, is that the, what the, well, it's not Jay. a trilogy. It's, Mocking Mocking Jay, it's not a trilogy. Then it's not a trilogy. Sure. I'm just in the last one. Like if, if <laughs> okay. that one best picture, yeah. Yeah. that would wild. feel insane. Yeah. And that's yeah. kind of must've been, I don't, I didn't really care about the Oscars at this point, but that must've been what it felt like. Yeah. yeah. You know? I also think like this is a huge deal for Peter Jackson. This whole this whole trilogy is a huge deal for yes. him. Yes. He was I mean he was very much a small picture yeah. Yeah. Niche. Blood and guts niche yeah. director at that point. And this, I mean, rocketed his career and I'm so glad it did because we've gotten so many good things from Peter Jackson because yeah. he was given the platform yes yeah that these movies provided absolutely he's it's given him complete freedom yeah to do whatever he wants and he's he's done that in really interesting ways both with the beatles documentary and with his world war one documentary and with king kong which i king thought was kong. really cool i actually yeah. i love that movie yeah, yeah king movie. kong return of the king kong oh, oh. <laughs> now there it is <laughs> we, we cut these two films together return of the king kong andy circus plays both that chef guy and Gollum. <laughs> <laughs> i think taiko Waititi's career has been similar so like once he did yes. thor ragnarok he was able to then go do carte blanche jojo rabbit yeah, yeah. <laughs> which i'm yeah. really glad that that movie's in this world Absolutely. Yes. Listen Me to too. the podcast, y'all. Listen to episode Listen to the podcast. whatever. Episode eight. I don't know. You can band it. Double feature. Here uh, we go. 
Jake's driving. Jake's driving. This is in your first slot. Let's say it starts at 4 p.m. <laughs> the <laughs> so, sun is still shining. Yeah. So you then, have to do it like in like after daylight savings time yes. when the sun starts setting exactly. at 4 or 5, yeah. 5 p.m. So 7.45 slot. Yeah. <laughs> Second movie. Oh, man. Where do you go? What do you go with? For the first time on the podcast, and I'm going to say the last time, there's no movie you can watch after this one. You had, this has to be the last movie you watch. Wait, is that you just allowed? have to go to bed. I, I I'm not as the owner of Jake's Drive-In. There will not be there will not be a double. There will not be a second night. showing. We are close. You Everybody. don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Get out of my yard. I, I mean, I just don't. I think this movie is just. I, it's just too. It's. I put too, the same thing. Yeah. It's. You didn't. You said no double feature. I. It, it nothing is, nothing you could can't come watch after anything else after it I mean, nothing could come after this what do you do after this movie the hobbit i'm just kidding <laughs> i literally yeah. okay but here's the thing you're laughing but that's what i put down oh no <laughs> that's i'm funny. thinking like no i mean that makes sense yeah it makes sense. it's like now let's kind of go back to the shire let's go back to the beginning you're really yeah. hyped up on your L-O-T-R yeah. juice let's go back to the beginning. Yeah, you want to go back to that magical kind of idyllic yeah. world yeah and i understand but like also I had the thought of what's the you just watched all three of them you yeah I mean maybe this was probably like a weekend you're done you know? watching movies you're done now. watching movies now yeah. probably Honestly. for a week yeah it's so yeah. heavy too yeah. Like yeah the weight of the whole world almost ending and then you know and, and then, then not it ends four times yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know, like, ugh. I just think it's the ultimate it's ultimate yeah it's the ultimate ending to yeah. to to a story yep. yeah it's really hard to it's funny because like the only thing i would have i thought about kind of princess bride ish yeah being like oh it's yeah. something different yeah. something a curveball but i'm like after that it, it really does i went feel. for a curveball cool yeah what the brave it? little toaster <laughs> yeah really <baby>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was like i mean you ha- you know you've just had the richest chocolate cake you've ever eaten what are you gonna have to eat after that no you just have a cup of water yeah, yeah. <laughs> just drink some water you just you just have reset. some milk <laughs> a it. cup of water <laughs> i love it that's great brave little toaster okay yeah. It's so funny because like the like because Sam is a brave little toaster. Yes, yeah. It's oh, just wow. so funny to imagine like at Jake's driving, like all the kids are asleep, so it's just like the grown ups <laughs> are watching <laughs> the brave little toaster. They all they all fall, the kids all fell asleep at like before the catapults started. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know? So they've been sleeping since then, and now the parents are just like. Am I going to wake my kids up at 8 p.m.? No, Brave yeah. Little Toaster is just the pack-up movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so true. Let's put our folding it. chairs and our blankets back in the car. Yeah, put the pizza trash in the trash can. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, we did it, guys. We've we done it. it. It only took us all day. It did. But we, uh, this is it. This is the end of season one Woo. of Movies and Films. I would like to say, before we really send it off, yeah. and this, when I think about trilogies, mm-hmm. yeah, of movies, like, this is the the single best trilogy of movies I think that's ever been made. I agree. I can't think of a better trilogy. I can't. I've been trying and I just can't think of three movies that came out in a row that are better than this. Yeah. I agree with you. And I wouldn't have said that before. Like I, I have become a Lord of the Rings fan because of this, this podcast. The only ones that come close is maybe the Dark Knight trilogy and maybe, no, Maybe the, for me. the Star Wars, the original Star Wars trilogy. I would, I mean, this is a completely different thing, but John Wick, like, and there's a fourth one coming, which isn't out yet, but I'm no, like. No, but that's three movies of the same thing in a row. No, I know, but I'm saying that that's a trilogy for sure. It's the same story. And I feel you like that You think it's has, as good as Lord of the Rings? 
No. Okay. <laughs> I'm just okay. saying. I'm we think, can wrap that up. I'm, right. that is a that. Trilogy. I'm thinking of any trilogy that's like really nailed it all the way yeah. through. And I'm like, you're right. I mean, there, there's so few, I think that can, yeah, Star Wars, it's like, Star Wars is incredible, but like Return there's, of the Jedi is not, not as good no. as Empire. Yeah. And, yeah. and same with uh, Batman, the third one. It's not, not as good. Yeah, you're right. definitely not as good as the second one. So yeah. Lord of the Rings, if you haven't seen it, First of all, why are you listening? Yeah, yeah. what the heck? Hopefully, you I'm have just, watched it. I'm just, how I'm could just you not going to say that. How could? <laughs> how? Li, li, well, no, you listen. I'm not going to edit that out, listener. If you have listened to this podcast and you have never watched Return of the King and you just listened to us talk about this very specific third chapter of a story for this long, <laughs> which edited might be close to two hours long. Uh, I just want to say thank you. Yes. I want to say mm-hmm. um, you you can get help. Put- <laughs> Sponsored by BetterHelp. <laughs> okay, we can't say that. No, we can't. But um, just, yeah, know that um, we're here for you. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Movies and Films Pod. Yep. And uh, on Facebook at Movies and Films with Jake and Joel, yep. I think. So, uh, if listener, if you're if you're this desperate for attention, let us know. <laughs> or or for, for, if you're this lonely, let us know. Yeah, yeah. And we'd love you need to, a that you know, yeah, love you to send you like an edible arrangement yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, all, <laughs> all jokes aside, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Yeah, we have had a blast doing this first season. We yeah. can't wait to get started on season two. Yeah, um, we thank have you guys for listening. we have our next twenty lined up. All that remains is for us to choose the order. That's right. Mm-hmm. I would say Phoebe and I have also had fun making this podcast because, like, while they yeah. podcast, we hang out. We do. We and we party. like make food, and then we all four party at the end. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. like make yeah. food and paint each other's nails, so, and it's mm-hmm. very girly and sweet. And I have enjoyed uh, spending the day with you guys. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think we should. Uh, we'll bring this back for sure. Yeah. For. for who knows how many, but we'll um, definitely bring you you ladies back. This would be fun. We did it, Jess. We didn't we ruin in. it. <laughs> <laughs> You're in. We're not annoying. <laughs> well, all right. Uh, take care, everybody. Drive safe. And uh, remember, uh, we're glad to be here with you at the end of all things. Uh, see you next season. Bye. Bye. See ya.